Oh, sorry, there was no audio. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Hot Takes. I am Young Shiro, and this is... Guys, this is Skeleton Lipstick. We are here to entertain with a special guest tonight. Please, of course, as always, let us know if our audio is hard to hear, or if it's too loud, if the music is too quiet, too loud, if anything looks funky, please let us know so we can keep that quality control up. Um... Be sure to hit us with all your hot takes, strong opinions. We love to hear questions. Keep it going. Keep it active. Uh, hopefully we will be able to address each and everything that y'all say tonight. But I want to start our hot takes episode featuring Vapor Space St. Louis with a music recommendation courtesy of the good doctor, Skeleton Lipstick. What you got for us? Um, you know, so today I kind of wanted to shine a little spotlight on an artist that I'm, I know that you're a big fan of as well. And he has a new single, and by single it wasn't just one song, it's about three songs on it that came out a few months ago. I think about the end of February or beginning of March, and that'd be a Secret Attraction. Oh, Secret Attraction, yeah! Right? Secret I love Derek, dude. True, true Love single that came out. Now that is fantastic, and it's a really interesting uh step for him. The sound production is the same thing that I've always come to expect from him with this sort of hazy guitars and vocals that are sunk romantically into the sonic textures of the music. But the drums, um, they are a little bit different this time around. There's a little bit of a different type of crispness to them, so the songs hit a little different. And it's still exactly everything I like about him, but, you know, it's just another dimension to his sound, and I really like it, and I'm interested to see what else is going to go in in that direction. So for sure, let's just Secret Attraction and his entire catalog in general, I think people should check out. And the new True Love uh, single with the three songs on that are, are fantastic and a very interesting addition to the variety of sounds that he already creates. And totally recommend it. And uh, in general, the other thing I'm going to recommend right now is just two words. And those two words are Sage Hardware. Okay. Sage Hardware is the is my favorite person making music right now in this entire scene. He's making the exact kind of music that I have been looking for for a long time, which is the fusion of a lot of experimental electronic sounds with some of the sort of scrams type vocals and energy that you would hear from a band like Orchid or Page 99 or Reversal of Man or Usurp Synapse or uh, any of those, any of the bands of that ilk or that variety. You know, he brings that energy into this kind of music, that kind of vocal texture, that kind of aggression, and that kind of intelligence, and combines it with a lot of interesting, unique, experimental sounds that you might find in electronic scenes and the vaporwave scene as well. And uh, Sage Hardware, that is exactly the kind of music that I'm looking for, and I'm very happy he makes it. <laughs> and it's very unique, and I don't, know, I don't know anybody else that sounds anything, anything like him. Dude, one thing that I absolutely love about this new, like, wave, as it were, of mm. these new kids coming into the vaporwave scene is all the fresh perspectives and backgrounds that a lot of them come from, like Sage Hardware and, like, Winter Quilt, yeah. you know, mm. coming from those crazy, like, and or, like, iClick coming from, like, noise music, you yeah. know? Love the infusion of all these different uh, styles. Yeah. Um, and speaking about Derek, by the way, Secret Attraction, I was actually in his DMs just the other day trying to get oh, yeah? him money for, I think it's Blush. Uh, you know, oh, honestly, man, I know Bandcamp takes a small cut. That's on uh, Stratford, uh, Stratford Court, Stratford right? Court. And, Stratford and he, Court, and it's on vinyl. It is. 
and and his music, man, dude, it really is a cut above. Stratford Court is wonderful. Love him. They've curated yeah. a very specific, like, chill synth kind of, you know, listens mm-hmm. to Calm Trues, listens to Home Resonance kind of vibe. Um, but his shit is, is, I love the dream pop influence. Yes. Um, the shoegaze kind of vibe he has going on. He's a really, really nice person, too. So it's, of course, a clincher for me. Um, oh, yeah. He's been at it forever. Like, he's, he's he like really has. The first wave of shit. Like, I, you know, he's been around forever. You know Wasn't, what I mean? He was on Mr. Nonsense at some point, I think, actually. For sure he was. I think Crush was the name of the song. Oh, my God. That was so good. I remember the first time I heard it. Right. I was like, someone is nailing the vibe right now. Dude, and that person dude, is He there. is extremely yeah. skilled. And he's not super far away from me, at least. He's in Phoenix. Oh, he is? Yeah, he's, he's in Phoenix, Phoenix. and which is about a five-hour drive from Vegas. And I heard mm-hmm. a little bird told me. Pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. there was going to be event an event that was going to be put on by A. Greg and Chief Elif called Heat Wave. It never ended up coming to fruition. I hope I'm not saying no. anything I'm not supposed to say, but the, the teasers got dropped and it never happened. Uh, I'm told Derek was going to be in attendance or was at least interested in showing out just as an yeah, attendee. So I'd like to meet him someday. Shout out to Stratford Court as well Absolutely. as a great record label. Absolutely. Um, by Andrew Walker and uh, fantastic. One of the original vapor focused record labels to ever exist and still around today as well. And still putting oh, yeah. out amazing stuff. Still they out they like are Hotel. the picture. They put out big releases too, like Hotel Pools and things Hotel like that. Hotel Pools is blowing up. They are the picture, in my opinion, Hotel of a Pools label that has curated a sound. And, like, the thing about Stratford Court was, like, the thing about that label in general is, like, they never, man, they never even tried that hard. <laughs> like, I don't even think they're on Twitter. And yeah, they, just, they don't have to do a lot of promotion, man. They just, they're just, like, Andrew and them are just, like, a really tr- chill group of people. And they're like, yeah, man, people will find us when they want to find us. Right. If they want to find us, right. et cetera. And then, fortunately, people have. And, uh, yeah, Hotel Pools, oh, my God. The thing about that, when you listen to Hotel Pools, like, that is, to me, like, a band, or, I'm sorry, production act that has moved into, like, straight-up professionalism. Professionalism to the max with the way that their sounds work, the way everything fits Uh together, the way that they have their stuff mixed, produced, etc. It is just so fucking clean in the in, in and I don't mean clean as an overproduce I mean clean as right. this is a band this is a producer who understands his sound how to make it what he's doing and I when I listen to hotel pools I'm like I trust this producer to take me wherever he wants me to go because he knows what he's doing you can right. feel the confidence in their work like that's something that only comes from time I guess Absolutely. and uh, yeah good anyway. sounds man I uh, I feel like Keith's collective walked so Stratford court could run a little bit Keith's collected walks. Yes, I totally, totally, I totally believe that too. Yeah, for sure. I miss the the Keith's collective uh, mm-hmm. output. A lot of those guys kind of migrated over or got involved in the early uh, Stratford Court releases. That and Midwest Collective. What, I noticed. what happened to a lot of well, Midwest Collective still around? I to see them and talk to them occasionally. What yeah. actually happened to um, like the people in charge of like Keith's collective, like Dinosaurus Rex? Like, what's he doing now? So crazy, you know? crazy uh, story. I was actually talking to Lux about that the other day. And uh, welcome, everybody, by the way. Thank you, Tech yeah, Honors, welcome. for rating Thank us. Thank you guys for being here. And, and then let, once out. we get through this, yeah, so tell, me your story. Um, tell me your story. Because I want to bring Collective our, our just soon. put out a new album, bro. They've been on hiatus Excuse since me? like 2017. <laughs> There's oh, a new really? album on Keats Collective. I didn't even, I had no fucking clue. I yeah. did not know. They, wow. I, I don't know what it is. They, I didn't check it out, but I was like, please, does this mean I'm the gods are coming back? Yeah. 
Well, let's see what um, they let's see what they got, man. Let's see what they got. Yeah. Oh, Lux uh, just posted the link. Thank you. Oh, well, um, I got to see what this album is because um, I just I want to know what it's going to be like now that they come back after so long. Like, what are, what are, where are their where their heads at? Where are their heads at musically? What are they putting out now? Oh well, no way! Find out. I'll listen to it tomorrow. Dude, Nathan just said that he got, he named his song Acid Sprite Kiss after the movie Good Time because there's acid oh, in the Sprite bottle. Unbelievable, dude. That's a great title. All right. Should we bring on our guests? Uh, oh, yeah. Or why don't I, why don't I say something stupid take? first? All right, guys. Do your hot so take and then we'll bring them in in like a couple minutes. Let's do that because y'all don't want to hear this. Story time. All right. So I bought this album and it's by this guy named Robert something all right it's like an electronic album it's like deep house down tempo uh idm he's got like a polish last name i don't want to botch his name all the hell so i buy this album right it's pretty good right it's not bad it's kind of dark kind of ambient whatever you know and come on lux all right so what happens is the main body of the album is great right kind of short but great but then at the end of the album is a just cavalcade of remixes just excessively long remixes it's longer than the album itself so my hot take of today and this is not something that is particularly egregious in the vaporwave scene most remixes in the vaporwave scene are dank but in the like idm and down tempo scene y'all gotta stop with these 10 minute long remixes that don't hardly do anything and that like are longer than the album itself that's my hot take stop doing that shit Mm. Stop making overly long remixes, is what you're saying. Well, I guess they make them that long, so DJs can either mix out of them, or maybe they can set cues to certain parts in them, and they can put a bunch of cues in there, maybe, and so they can, like, juggle between the different parts of the long song. But I, I can't imagine that anyone's, like... This is the whole time for me. Like, right. I really, that must be like a DJ tool, right? You're probably right, but it still gets on my nerves. It still also, gets on your Lux nerves. Also, Lux is like fire, like just burning I me saw alive him in the chat. Like, you just don't like Groovers in the Heart. Is is she accurate in that take? You don't like Groovers in the Heart? Man, you really it stole the spotlight. <sighs> wow. Wait, hold on. Do right. you like that song or not? No, I don't. I don't like that. Whoa! What? I'm, I'm gonna need some help understanding song. why I should like so Groove in the Heart. Man, that's the hottest take I've heard on this show. Groove in the Heart is so fun. <laughs> well, I, oh listen, my goodness listen. gracious! Woo! Uh, I, oh boy! Listen, um, I hope the British tablets don't bro, get a hold of that. I put one. that on Facebook yeah. and I got crucified. So best believe, yeah, man. I know that I'm the Philistine here. I know that I'm in the minority. No, no, no. I know. I do this I all still the time. I like too. it. Okay, well, you're allowed to not like it. That's fine. Okay. We can, Pacific we can, Plaza Alex goes, cool. I guess Groove is not in your heart. I was like, man, I guess <laughs> not, because I hate it. <laughs> uh, all right, should we bring on our, our buddies? Yes, because enough of my bad opinions. Guys, we have not just on. one vapor space. We have two vapor spaces. We are being joined by, let me take this uh, static down. We are being joined by Ronnie. Guys, I can't find the static. Hang on. There Uh-oh. we go. Oh, we're being joined by them. Ronnie and Sound Market. What's up, guys? Unmute yourselves, please. Woo! We're unmuted. Yeah. Hey, First guys. time we've had a double guest. On? Yeah, man, it's exciting. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank Do you we guys for you being guys... here. Appreciate you guys that. 
we are so amped that you guys are here because we get double the energy. Um, and if you guys have any comments on my bad opinions or Chris's recommendations, Chris's great recommendations, now's the time. Well, I mean, we could go on all night about your trash take on Groove is in the heart, but <laughs> I mean... Well, you guys, heard, more, you, guys, you guys heard that one too, huh? What, <laughs> more, sure, could said, <laughs> what more could be said about that that hasn't already been said? I mean, fair enough. <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate your um, long suffering love for me. I uh, imagine. You know, I, I do, get a little... do you guys have a song that you that a lot of other people love? Like I have a song that a lot of other people love, and and a lot of other people love, and I absolutely hate. But do you guys have a song? I'll do mine later. But do you guys have a song that people really love, but you just like, this is not your thing. You can't stand it. I think this is a controversial take, but I think Bohemian Rhapsody is like kind of stupid. Oof. Yeah. I don't want to listen yeah. to like seven hours of opera. I'm not honestly not crazy about it either. I'm not that crazy yeah. about it either. It's a bit, um, I understand the, I understand the technical prowess of writing it. Yeah. And I appreciate all the different changes in it, but like, yeah, I don't really ever am like, I can't wait to listen to Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm like, <laughs> I can't wait to get it's home, not and sit scene, down, and listen. It's to It's not Bohemian the scene Rhapsody in Wayne's World. I'm like, not terribly interested. Fair enough. That scene. Like, is what, what about what about you, Ron? You got you got anything or yay nay? Anything well, I, particularly isn't your thing. You don't have to say hate. You can just say it's not your thing. You know, what do you yeah, hate very, the most, Ron? You're very very <laughs> kind person, Ron. So I don't want to I don't want to make you do that. Right. No, it, it's all right. Your children I, I are mean, watching. To be perfectly honest. To be perfectly honest, there's a lot of pop canon that does not appeal to me at all. Yeah, I feel you with reason. that too, man. I mean, there's I there's that. a huge volume of it that I was just like, oh, this, you guys, really? But, I mean, if we're yeah. talking about, like, underground burners that got a lot of attention, I mean, again, it, it was still some of the most popular songs that broke out, like, like Zombie Nation. Like, come on, that song's ass oh. like dar, 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 dar. but i mean every every jock jam wants to have zombie nation on it dude i don't every like jock, jock jams, jams either jock yeah. jams are just really funny uh just like you ever actually like sit down and listen to a jock jams album it's like oh, just yeah. a, it's just a really humorous experience because like <laughs> it, you do get into like the jock jams theme song parts where it's like it's like you think it's it, first it's just techno songs first it's just like hadaway and stuff but then all of a sudden there's like jock jams pump it up jock jams <laughs> pump it down like it's like a I'm fucking like you can just like you can just see people like working out on a step to it you know what i mean yeah. like the early 90s like it's such <laughs> a strange time capsule but it's not like, every song on there isn't worth listening to like there's still a couple of gems that'll sneak their way into the jock jam. I still fucking listen to Hathaway, man. Let's That's not even hot. say anything wrong, okay? Like, let's not even play games. Like, I'm just going to listen to let's, Let me just pull up my DVR I'm going to listen to Real McCoy as well, honestly. <laughs> Tell you what, I'm going to listen to, uh, like, Run Away by, like, Real McCoy. That is, uh, is, uh, is a ridiculous song, and I enjoy it. <laughs> if Crazy if you Frog, to anybody... Wow, so that's like a whole oh other thing. Man. That's like, in my opinion, like the precursor to a, like a, a little bit of a hyper pop aesthetic, right? Dude, Fair I was like, gonna ask, do you guys like hyper pop? Yeah, I do. I, I think like it's what I've heard. Um, yeah. what about I, you? I do. Um, <laughs> I think that there's uh, what's that? What's the big song right now? Sugar Crash, like with, oh, with that Kim song, Petras. I, 
kind of love it, man. It's I know so it's a good song, especially yeah. like the Kim Petras version. No, I have nothing. I think Hyperpop's fun, but Hyperpop is basically like a fusion of like PC music and like the Crazy Frog song, right? And like, <laughs> like that's kind of what it is, right? And that's like, true. and like a little bit of like trappy vocals, but like, yeah, it's like Crazy Frog or like the Gummy Bear song. You know, I'm a gummy, I'm a gummy. Do you think Hyperpop is gonna last? Is that like, gonna be like, like a girlfriend short of the year or like a uh, or like Cutie? You know what I mean? Not me. Beauty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something. I do you guys think that hyperpop has got longevity, or do you think it's going to be like a like a two years and then it fizzles out type of genre? I feel like it has longevity. It seems like it would. Like yeah. it's such a it's such a catchy piece of ear candy. You know, it's such a crazy it, it thing to happen hits in just the right. right now. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's so. And I mean, I wouldn't really consider well myself like a mega fan, but I do like what I've heard and would right. would can enjoy I, getting me, more. Let me talk about hyperpop. Yeah. Okay. Do it. Go. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, it's not it's not going to be around forever because the kids who are making it are very young, so they're going to grow up and they're going to do another thing instead, and it'll have the it'll have a little bit of the flavor of hyperpop. But it'll be something else. It's going to fuse with something. They're going to get better at producing. Honestly, uh, you guys maybe have heard some of the hyperpop that's good. But, like, a lot of hyperpop is actually pretty, like, underproduced and pretty simple. A lot of hyperpop songs are, like, less than two minutes long. And, like, they're, like, basically... They're really you know, fast. Oh, just, like, for example, take take Sugar Crash, for example, the original version of it. I believe that song, like, the Kim Petras version, where they, like, oh, like produced it up a little bit more, is, like, very, like, catchy, very, like snappy very professional with like a little bit of lo-fi in it but the original version i think it's like a minute and 20 seconds and it's pretty damn lo-fi so um i just sense that and I, that the people who are writing it right now are 17 16 18 19 20 and like i do think that a lot of them are going to get a little older and they're going to just build on the sound and i think that it's going to change and also anytime one uh, something is just kind of one sound for too long it's unsustainable and it usually changes into something else so that's my opinion. But I do like it, and I do think it'll be around for a little bit. But it certainly isn't going to be the same way it sounds now in a few years. I wish kids Igloo grow Ghost up, we're would produce it. for some of these pop artists, man. I feel like Igloo Ghost had a huge influence on hyperpop as well. Igloo Ghost? Igloo Ghost is like kind of his own thing. You know what I mean? I've seen him True. live. He's fun. Are you serious? He like has like man, a whole so like audiovisual. He's got like a whole like audiovisual setup where it's oh, like yeah. he's very immersive video game. Yeah, it's really fun. I, it's a really fun show. Somebody asked What's, if we uh, consider Dorian Electra to be hyperpop. What do you guys think? Kinda. What do you guys think? Yeah, kind of, right? I mean, I that's mean, just like... Go ahead. On a good day, yeah. Like, I just give it to him. Yeah. I think it's... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Dorian Electra's... That person... They, they are awesome. They are a fantastic producer. And they are kind of what you should be shooting for. Maybe a little bit with hyperpop. But actually, straight up hyperpop is like the song sugar crash it's like yeah. very like a simple melody with a beat and a little bit of like sort of like trappy-ish vocals that are up, up pitched and it's kind of like it's kind of bit crushy sounding too a lot of the times it's not very professional mm -hmm. because it's, it's kind of the first shot at making music for these people whereas dory yeah. electra i think is like straight up the future of what pop music will be you know what i mean oh, I, it, I, and, I pop, and pop music will fuse components of hyper pop in it right it'll fuse totally. components of hyper pop and then straightforward Dorian Electra, they have actual like verse and then really professionally produced choruses, you know what I mean, that hit and really good music videos. Like this is a lot of professional like I think that, you know, Dorian Electra 
that's a pop artist that is a pop artist and that's like very professional sounding stuff you know what i mean like we should all be so lucky as to hope that pop <laughs> music continues to head in that direction right or yeah. like charlie xcx type stuff oh, yeah. yeah yeah do you sure. guys uh do you guys like rico nasty yeah they seem like yeah. a super cool person yes seems really yeah. interesting iphone is like the best song of all time i think iPhone is pretty fun. <laughs> That's Maybe a pretty so. fucking fun song, dude. <laughs> so on the I other side rage. of that coin, do you guys fuck with Deconstructed Club? Yeah, what? Like, why not? <laughs> like Norris from Mexico? Uh, Norris or... from Mexico. Yeah. I or... don't know what that means. <laughs> What's Deconstructed? So, like, the joke Can is that PC that? music birthed all the fun sugary stuff is hyper pop and all the like scary experimental like Arca, Ash Kusha, One O Trick, some oh, One O Trick point never oh, is like deconstructed. So, like, that club. makes sense. Oh, so, like imagine club wow. music but like experimental club music. No, that sounds that yeah, great. if I had to characterize Arca or something <clears throat> of that nature, like I know exactly what you're kinda of talking about. That would be like a deconstructed club a deconstructed high quality dance and pop music that's been deconstructed and like put on a plate and changed around like it's like you took up the piece of paper you ripped it you took up the glass and smashed it and right and no, it not yeah i didn't know that that was what that, that was called just... <laughs> but that's oh, a really man. good interesting way to call thing to call it and i do i love that that's like my Me favorite too, kind of music because it draws from like that's bass like music favorites. grime music club music and i was like mm, what do they call this shit you know it's just like kind of scary kind of bombastic like hyper digital music what's it called yeah the digital music but it feels like with, with the so what it sounds like to me it's like it's like a digital chord it's like a you know like a chord played by a very like very powerful digital you know uh synthesizer and then the sound wave itself is like it's like bent like a goddamn stock you know what i mean like and then like springs back yeah, there's some weird I love shit out there, music. man. And, it, like and my, a lot of it's like really good. My favorite good. music is that stuff like Arca, which is like kind of like one o Trixie a little bit influenced too, right? From like maybe like an R plus album sort of perspective. But anyway, um, what else do we want to talk about? Well, you, Quiz you really guys... wants you to go to Yakitori. Yakitori, Yakitori boy? boy, that's a um, that's a, uh, a what's it called? A, a karaoke bar. I got you in nice. Philly. Yeah, I want to go. Fun times. You all know a lot about music. Like you know, lot. look at your fucking vinyl. No, you're back the one here. that was a DJ. You know a lot about music. Dude, Rod, the 90s. who's been like going to like raves since like the early '90s and has seen so many different scenes come and go, and it's talking I, about us knowing a lot of music. I know Rod, a lot about parties. Let's talk about how yeah. you decided. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's a big deal. Why don't we talk about that? Yeah. What does a party mean to you, you guys? What's a party mean to you? Like, what does it mean to do it? What does it mean? What's the point of it? Why do you like it so much? Well, I I mean, I love getting together with people. I love having the opportunity for a bunch of people to get together for any reason, but for a really good reason, like music is one of my favorite reasons. So if we can all get together and have a reason to have a good time, a reason to make a lot of noise and indulge in, you know, the the things that everybody wants to indulge in. We're all looking to, to get away and to forget and to dance and maybe have a drink. Uh, you know, just everything that everybody wants to do, everybody wants to party. Let's all get together in a place where we can have a really good time and make you leave the party going, that was a great party. Like, that. that is the whole... That was a swing. The party. whole idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, like... 
I mean, think about some of the best parties that you've been to and how you felt when they were over. You know, just like that mixture yeah. of joy and sadness. But like, yeah. it's 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 a perfectly it's a perfectly poignant moment at the I end can, of the party. I can party. literally feel it right now when you're talking about it. Like, I could feel the way I felt after I went to, like, particularly when I was younger, after I went to some, like, a party that was like, just a great experience where I met a lot of people, where I had a great time, where I left late and kind of, like, walked around after maybe even, or, you know, looked outside the window on the car ride home at uh, the scenery as it passed by. You know, I can, I can feel all that right now when you say that. And it's a really fascinating experience, isn't it? Like, it's yeah. just, it's funny what it speaks to within us. Just this uh, kind of being in a part of a sense of a, a sense of community. You know what I mean? And a sense of ex shared experience. And really nothing else is like a party, huh? Like for as, no. for, as far as like commu a shared community experience, like, you know, not, not really a lot comes close to that, huh? Whether, whether you're watching the sun come up at the end of a <laughs> really long night or whether you're hitting a diner at, you know, 3 a.m. at a less long night <laughs> or, you know, whether you're tearing down a stage at 2 a.m., uh, you know, on a night where we're finishing, we know when we threw a good party. And, <laughs> and the feeling comes along with that, too. It's like, man, we just had this slamming show with Uniwa or we just had this fantastic show with, with Vape Error or Synchro Start or anybody who came through St. Louis at the end of the night we knew that not only was that a memorable experience for us but it was going to be a memorable experience for all the for the artists and for the crowd that came <clears throat> through because time after time it was it was magic it's weird magic. how it's salient like a foreign concept at this point <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, man. It's weird how salient these memories of those experiences can are for us. Like, it's, it really speaks to how important they are. And um, I really love, I as well, obviously, you know, throw the parties too. And I really love that um, it just it gives people a real special experience, you know, a real, a real sense of being a part of something with some other people. And just nothing is, is quite <clears throat> like it, you know. And I love that it builds community. Do you know what I mean? And it gives Absolutely. people a chance... There's a lot of people that I don't really see, but I know if I, because I, time is time and there's only so much of it, right? But if there's a thing that everybody's going to where they're going to have a good time and you can just show up there and you're going to run into all those people that you didn't, all, that you don't get enough time to see just regular or hanging out during the week, you know what I mean? Like, that's a big deal. Like, this is like a, it's like, you know, these parties can almost be like a version of church, you know what I mean? Right? Yeah, man. No, not trying to sound, uh, dogmatic or anything but when i think of church for a lot of older communities it's a place where they went because afterwards they're going to go and talk to some of their friends in the neighborhood that they don't see normally or that they can't see because you know there's no other time during the week or during the month right and that's kind of what these parties are like you know you see all these people that you know i know at teachill i'm sure at vapor space you guys have a lot of uh of people who come to all the shows right yeah you know, and uh, they go and they get to hang out with you you guys and all the other people who usually go to them and then sometimes new people come and that kid now they'll come once in a while too now and uh really nice to have a nice shared experience with people and it can just be about music and it can just be about art and mm -hmm. yeah socializing it, that's great we were really getting you know this core group of regulars that was bringing that that level of magic you know mm -hmm. that you know we were seeing them time in and time out yeah. and they were they were making a point to connect with us and tell us about music that they liked artists that they were into 
their own opinions and hot takes and and uh, relationships to vaporwave, yeah. and all I w ever wanted to do was talk to people about vaporwave. Like that's why I started this. I was like, I don't have anybody in St. Louis who cares about vaporwave, and my friends are getting sick of me talking about it. So, you know, I was immediately. People wanted to talk to me about Vaporwave. I was, it was incredibly exciting. It was like, yay, you can come and listen to some records. We'll, we'll, all, we'll really get down on some music. It was, it was a great way to make, meet people. And, of course, if you meet 25 people who like Vaporwave, at least one or two of them make it. So then you're getting to hear new Vaporwave and get to you know check out music that people are working on. And then... All of a sudden, you are you find yourself immersed, surrounded by a crowd of people who are making art and somewhat thinking about you and your project when they're doing it. That's the mm. most incredible thing in the world to me. Like people are thinking about they want to be on a vapor space show or they yeah. want to be in a vapor space stream, or the, you know. <clears throat> They know that St. Louis has people making and caring about Vaporwave, so they're going to, you know, they weren't sure if they really cared about it, but maybe they'll make a second album or follow mm -hmm. up that EP. That's, yeah, that's I, I really appreciate the idea of creating an audience for people. Like, that was half the, that was half the whole point of, even when the scene began, was the idea of creating an audience for people, curating an audience of people who would care about this art and would care about experimentation and would you'd have an audience like you know one of the hardest things when you're in your local scene in music or djing or production or whatever is the idea that you're just like you know you're limited to whatever's around you you know what i mean and maybe whatever's around you isn't exactly what you're into and so you find yourself kind of just making this different kind of music with no other peers doing it and um then you go to the internet and the internet's just vast and enormous and impossible to get your voice through but maybe when a few, maybe you find a few people that have the same way of thinking about music that you do, and it builds out, and then you've created an audience for yourself because you and your friends are doing something kind of fun and exciting on the internet, and then they blew up into this, and it's the same thing now with the live shows. It's like, well, now you said that that person who was was just making that EP and they didn't know who else might like it, who else might be interested in it, but then they went to the Vapor Space shows and they're like, there's an audience for this. And now here they are making more cool art. You know, so many artists may never have made anything or continued with what they were doing without these kind of concepts and ideas. Totally. Not, not mean. Guys, I don't want to I, change I, the I, subject too hard, but the audience was going crazy it. a moment ago about uh, karaoke. Like, we were talking about shows, and all okay. they were talking about was karaoke. Do you guys want so to quickly let me know what all your karaoke go-tos are? Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. What do you guys want to – you guys want to go first? I do brandy by Looking Glass. All right, solid. <laughs> I've never done karaoke. You never done, but what would you what? do if you did do karaoke? Okay. Yeah. What, would you, what do you want to work what up? What would you do, man? This is the question. The hot takes crowd is demanding the answer. What would be like? You could do anything. You could even be like a hip hop. You could do like Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio. <laughs> I do oh, Ocean yeah. Avenue by Yellow Card. That's a great <laughs> man. I would. That's so fun. I would love to see you do that. Yeah, I felt Yo, a little so bad about like changing the subject, but everyone was talking about it, so I was like... Alright, so is it my turn? Yeah, what, do you, what is your go-to? I like, I don't I'm just, I'm the last time I did karaoke, I think that the song that I picked on the jukebox was uh, 
fall back down by rancid. <laughs> oh, I would love to fall see back it. down. I love it. You're gonna help me back up again. I would have yeah. to probably go with like a Saturday Love or like an Alexander O'Neill song. You're gonna be my friend. Well, it's like you. I try to pick a song that like I'll be able to sing. Also, you know what I mean. And I'll be able to sing Rancid. Oh, when I think you drink I can, do, you can sing. I anything. think I can sing Tim Yanovich's voice, the most off-key singer in the world, on purpose. Like I think I can handle that. That'll be all right. Right. All right. Anyway. Karaoke. I feel like I picked Brandy because that guy has such like uh, an affected like schmaltzy fake ass voice that uh, I just get to rip it out like this. Yeah. It, is, you know, it just doesn't exactly. sound like me. It's fake. Wait a second. Let me change my answer. My go for it. song would be Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. Hey. Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> you know what? I want to get and a half groove is in the heart. I want groove in the heart. That's Isaacs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to uh, I want to get like comfortable enough to in karaoke where I can do like a cool song and like be comfortable singing a cool like if I had my way I would my karaoke go-to song would either be like um, Creep by TLC or No Diggity you know by uh, Black nice. Street like that would be I'd be if I could sing those songs and be cool doing it whew, that'd be the life who's gonna, who's I gonna do what everybody wants I wouldn't have to, wants have to reach for any more goals <laughs> um, No Diggity got to bag it up Anyway. Anyway. Sorry, guys. Back to talking to about stuff. All right. That's fine. All right. Let's get back to talking about another thing. Isaac, you got a thing you want to talk about. Do it. Um, Not well, I mean, questions. I guess uh, I guess I could ask the fellas, um, what is your least favorite trend in music right now? Is there anything you your want to rag on a little bit? If you go to freesamples.com and you get a lead... And then you just put a synthwave bass over it. That doesn't make a whole song, okay? That's because I hear so much stuff that's just the chord on a synthwave bass, and then maybe like one serum, just one serum patch, just playing the same chord over it. And I'm like, dude, this is not this is not what it takes. At least sidechain that bass. I don't even sidechain it. They don't that's what I'm saying. Just, oh, that's sad. At least sound good, Isaac. That's a whole genre, though. That's a whole genre. A whole genre? You just go to R slash Outrun. Oh, it's R slash Synthwave. Just any of that stuff. Wait a minute. Synthwave is using samples since when? No, maybe not. I don't know. I'm just saying. There are total. That's a whole SoundCloud genre that no one really talks about. It's, it's so people you... that are making like faux Synthwave. That's interesting. So it's like a lazy sort of uh, piece together from free samples. Yeah. Oh, God, what? That's not, <laughs> not true. Dude, All right. I should make an Uncut Gems type beat. Yeah, I know. I'm right. just saying it right now. So it's yeah, basically it's the issue. But the issue basically is with the fact that, you know, people are, are mining sounds from a free sample uh, website, and they're not even altering the sample at all. And then they're just, like, sticking it on top of another one and not, like, doing any production work beyond that. Maybe not even another one, but just any kind of synthwave bass. And I noticed this just like so much. And it's mm. right, like no other production work. I don't care if people sample, that's fine. But does it slap though? It does not slap. Does it it's slap always though? slow. <laughs> I mean, I like I could give a fuck about how anybody did it if I'm like, mm. <laughs> if it moves it's just, you. If, if it moves you, I guess. Hey. Yeah. Is it good? Is it bad? I don't care. I'm sure some people like it, but it's just so like. And it's been going on for so long, like since 2015, this just kind of... I really want you to send me an example uh, so bad. I would if I had one, but... Eh, not right you, you block them all out of your mind as soon Later as you on. hear them. My computer's right. 
there yeah, just doing all this. All good. Now, market man, Later on. those the, some of your 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 performances on the uh, the uh, URL shows, those the, the visual themes that you do. Oh my god, they're so fucking fun. Where you come up? I'm with glad this stuff? you like them. Oh my god. So I'll I never forget the the shopping. <laughs> you know that was insane. Yeah. So that wasn't thing. me. That wasn't me. I didn't do that. Oh, you didn't my do friend, that. No, my I friend Wesley did Nass did. Oh, Wesley did that. Set. But Wesley yeah. Nass did that. Yeah. That guy is. That guy's around you guys too, right? He's yeah, dude. He's one of my best friends. I wonder since, if like, he's in chat. He he that guy is really fucking talented. I can't even believe. I gotta say, he's not. He's totally so not get in here. He got a job with Rockstar. With he that, got a job 3D modeling with Rockstar. I'll never. He made me a, the midnight snacks uh, thing. Oh he yeah, made, that was so good. God, he made me like a fake cereal box. Yeah. Oh, midnight munchies was such lipstick. a good show, like, dude. I couldn't Dude, even believe so, it. Like all that work. Like, who is this fucking creative genius? <laughs> like, Jesus did you see Christ! That he made me like lemon lime chips. Like, I, yeah, that was amazing. I love oh it because I just eat takis all day. That's all I eat. Dude, that's you know, a man of good taste, right there. Yeah, that's amazing. You know who else Shit's is a huge takis fan? Equip. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, He's probably in the chat yeah. right now. He usually tunes in. You you guys know who's in the chat right now? We got 100% electronica. They're not saying anything, oh. but they're in 100%. the. 100%. They're yes. tuned in. All right. So more questions, though. Um, Ron, you've been around, going to shows for a long time, going to raves for a long time, and I have a question: When the vapor, when you started discovering vaporwave, were you immediately thinking to your past experiences in the rave scene and how you can bring some kind of that energy to this new genre of music that seems to be open to so much? Was that a big thing for you? Was that in your mind? I, I, I appreciate that question. I would say uh, it, it immediately, when I heard Vaporwave for the first time, what floored me about it was the amount of nostalgia for my own musical experience that seemed to be packed into this music that I was listening to. Like the, the amount of, of throwbacks to the pop songs that were playing when I was making out and, uh, you know, getting sampled and slowed down and reverbed. The, the extent of the nostalgia was, was so powerful. And my teenage years from 1995 through, you know, graduating college, uh, all of that time for me was really caught up in my identity as a, a high school kid in St. Louis who goes to raves, mm -hmm. which like that's that's a big part of your identity, because if you're in the rave scene at 15, 16 years old, you understand that you're part of something that's kind of crazy and wild and weird and big and you know at 15 it's hard to have a, a real fully formed idea of who you are mm -hmm. but raver is as good as as good a, a thing to identify as anybody at that point yeah. so my like it was it was nostalgia for my musical experience when i was a raver you know and i was a raver for almost a decade from 1995 to about 2005 that's um, badass, dude. But, but I was away from electronic music, far away. Like, mm -hmm. kind of didn't, wasn't listening until, 
until synthwave and vaporwave punched through the consciousness and i was like i i want to know more about this music and listen to this music and it was like i remember listening to house music in the early 2000s and being like i don't understand how people leave this scene my love for this music will never die and within five or six years my love for it was fucking dead i i just could not i could not stand electronic music in the late Wild. 2000s uh you know, yeah 2010 I wasn't listening 2013 I wasn't listening and wow. it wasn't until no chill 20... wave scene for Ronnie none of it it wow. wasn't until it wasn't until 2015 and 2016 that I started to be aware that synth wave and vapor wave was even happening mm. and and I got into it in 2016 mm -hmm. well you missed blockhouse so that's okay I did I'm I missed a lot you of know... stuff well, you know, I think the thing that's most important, though, is that the problem with a lot of people in general is when they're young and within the age range of like, I don't know, your late teens to like maybe even your mid 20s, people all of a sudden they start getting a real idea of what they think is cool, right? Uh, you know, they get an idea of what's cool, what they think is cool. They think they're the first people in the world to ever discover cool music or what they consider to be cool music. And they dig their heels in like really hard. Mm -hmm. And then the whole fucking world passes them by after that. Like, that's the thing. It's like, you know, it's like when people like you have to learn that cool means one thing in this era. Cool means another thing in another era. And you just got to look for the energy that's correct. You know what I mean? Like, I can't like I think that's really admirable. You know that you know ron come you know is in you know and i was too in different scenes and different types of music listening to different things and was able to grow not grow past it but to grow to in, into laterally another thing you know what i mean and Same. ron do you mostly listen to and i don't want to get to sound market in a moment as well but one more question for ron do you mostly listen to what you were listening to when you were a teen or your 20s or are you mostly listening to the stuff that you listen to now I've been buying a lot of records lately and forcing mm -hmm. myself to listen to them. So, uh, you know, so you're buying what you force yourself to listen to. Yeah. Well, it's like when I, I used to buy all the Criterion DVDs, I'd be like, well, uh, I guess I'll watch this now. I guess I'll watch if, Straw Dogs finally. Like, if I'm going to, if it. I'm going to pay for this wax, I'm going to put it on this turntable and I'm going to listen to it. And mm -hmm. you know, I, I play it really loud in the house and make it, yeah. uh, it turns out I, I we have a, a vapor space PA system that yeah. We, it's, it's, a, it's 2,700 watts of, you know, way too loud for my house, a couple of 15-inch subs, and it's all set up down here with my turntables. Oh, and wow, so man. I just, you know, you it's down you in the basement. I turn it all the way up, and I listen to my records here. And so a really well, a come, lot of... I got to come visit you. Yeah, That's I want to experience that. Sure. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. A lot of what I listen to are the big Vaporwave <clears throat> releases that are coming out now like the so big you're listening to what's thing. coming out now to the i mean new music I, i'm oh. catching a lot of re-releases too i'm always excited yeah. to get of course you know, a, a well, big even a re-release is like from what five years ago six years ago eight years ten years ago at the most still pretty contemporary true, that's absolutely right? true and then i work out i i bike ride almost every day and i Sick. listen to a playlist that i made like two years ago that has 45 songs on it that I that all have just an insane number of plays that like it's it is terrible like and I should get favorites. a new 
I, you know, it is an all-time favorite, but like no one should be stuck listening to this a playlist this small, this mm-hmm. repeatedly. I mean, I've been cycling to this playlist for like three years. I mean, it's I like thing, it. Man. I go really it's, fast. It's I would love some new music in there. I need I need a new workout playlist. Well, it's doing what it do, and you'll make it work if you get something new if you need to. So you also, I have a question. Like, do you do you go back and listen to what you listened to when you were like twenty that much anymore? I really get excited to tell people about like Future Sound of London and The Orb, which yeah. were some of my favorite bands that I feel like are mm-hmm. are direct, you know, and I'll, I'll come across the occasional person that doesn't know Boards of Canada <laughs> and I'll mm-hmm. be like, yes, right. yes, or I just don't tell you about, about Boards of Canada. How wonderful. Um, I was on a big air kick the other day where Ooh. I listened to a bunch of air albums and that made mm-hmm. me feel pretty good. I, I mean, I still have all of this media and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I run my hands across it and I have mm-hmm. CDs and I have tape. I don't listen to tapes very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just can't bring my I mean, my old tapes sat in my car for 10 years getting hot and cold and you know they all sound they all sound a lot more vapor wavy now oh man uh, that's good 25 years ago but i don't even i don't listen to a lot of my physical media that much i do but in my opinion i consider them all to be functional art pieces so i feel like well if i don't listen to it all the time it's not a big deal it's a beautiful piece of art for that's infused with the energy of a beautiful artist so you know, and like they put a lot of effort into creating this. This isn't some mass-produced piece of uh, plastic. This is something curated by a small label that work that I talk to with an artist that I probably talk to as well. And it's and, and you know, and a graphic designer, same thing. You know, I probably know or as well. And it's infused with their their energy and their artistic vision. And so, you know, and we we like, people don't have to always play the physical media. I do, you do, but I'm just telling other people in general, like you can still buy these things and have a functional art piece. You don't have to listen to it, even. True. You know. True. You know I'm saying I listen to it. You know, I mean, we all do, but like, you don't have to if you don't want to. You know, I mean, you can just have the cool, beautiful piece of art. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. I'm I'm very happy to know that. I'm supporting and encouraging this artist to make more. Like, yeah. yes, it, absolutely. And that, sure. but well I, said. when I buy one of a twenty thousand unit run of a One of Hotrick's Point Never album, yeah. that doesn't fill me with the same amount of excitement as when I buy one of three hundred getting pressed, where it's almost like I feel like that person is going to be like, "Oh shit, Ronnie bought my album. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool." Yeah, like that's a very yeah. exciting feeling for me. Like, I it's me when too. someone's going onto vinyl, I I wanna I wanna be part of it. And also, speaking of this same subject, thank you for purchasing the glows than melts vinyl. That is a beautiful, yeah, beautiful buddy. vinyl right there. It's a very pretty record. I'm I'm very glad. I'm very happy to have it. Oh shit! Yeah. The uh, the colorway is looking looking very fresh on it. See if I can splash it out. Did you get the glows or the melts? I have both. Oh, I mean, oh well, I yeah, both because of the artist. <laughs> <laughs> but I have the melts there. Yeah, the melts. The melts one is. Hey, while you guys are showing, uh, sharing, this is a question for Sound Market as well because I feel bad. Which... Purchase it now from Needle Juice Records. Oh, look at this. Which a Apex Twin album too? is the best, Ronnie? Since you're clearly a Richard D. James fan as well. Oh. Yeah. That's a good question. 
Ron, you better answer this. I want to hear uh, Sound I Market's really... answer too, because I feel bad. <laughs> We're asking cool. Ronnie all these questions. Selected Ambient Works uh, to really the the one. No, it might be. I might be thinking of one. I can't. The the one with the less busy cover. Uh, selected Ambient Works I value. Think that's one. Yeah, then it's one. One is the one that starts off with Crystal, and two is the one yeah, that's, that's like a double. Favorite. Absolutely, good, good my choice. favorite. Good is, choice. With, with, without a doubt. <clears throat> Sound market? I really like, um... What is the one that April 14th is on? Is that the uh, Drugs. That, that's Nathan's droops. favorite, too. In droops. real. Yeah, that that's my favorite. Dude, I'm glad that it's in Rayleigh's favorite. That makes me yeah. happy. Mine is I Care Word. Because You Do. Aww. It's a great album. I think it's, it's just the most, like, wall-to-wall, -wall most consistent in sound. I'm glad. Sorry, I had to ask because so. there's two Richard D. James behind you and you guys were looking at <laughs> records. Yeah, that's right. true. Uh, they watch over us. Yeah. Yeah. You, um, Ever dream this, man? So, um, you guys talking about Apex Twin, yes? Yes. Ye. I don't know anything about Apex Twin. <laughs> wow. Really? Bummer. Hot <laughs> take. Hot take. I, I actually, uh, I mean, I know... Win Widow Liquor, which is awesome. I, I, all of the, okay. I know the DRU NQS. Fair. Is that it? Totally that fair. Dr drugs? Drunks? Yeah. D is that an yeah. album, right? Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I no This is not an aspersion. I'm not casting whatsoever. It's just that I never listened to it. So I actually like might need to know where to even start with Aphex Twin. I saw I Aphex Twin and Luke Vibert play in London. In what? a club that was in an old, uh, what do they call it? The tube? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Or, or no, they call it the this. underground. So it was in an old underground station that was decommissioned, and Luke Viber, oh, and so cool. uh, it was 2000. But see, okay, here's a hot take. Mm -hmm. I think that Richard D. James doesn't like his fans, and Ooh. I think that he is consistently takes opportunities to take the piss or you know it's for british terminology but he fucks with his fans endlessly he doesn't really Damn, feel like son. he owes them what they're expecting to see and i feel that to some extent to some extent he's always been pretty disrespectful to the people that support him so now he's, he's a superstar of so electronic music why does he have to care he's a superstar he doesn't have to care but i like as a person who comes out here and tries to live with a lot of respect, to some extent, I don't like it. Uh, once again, I, I just, you know, man, like I never got into Apex Twin that much because I just, I don't know. I was listening to like Throbbing Gristle. As far as like bands, and I was listening to Throbbing Gristle and I was a huge fan of Nurse With Wound. And, and that sort of music, which was, and, and of course things like Negative Land, and like this was the kind of electronic music I was into, which was was weird, weird haunted textures, which I'm sure Apex Twin does as well. But yeah, I don't know, man. Something never made me want to go connect with it, and I liked it. I respected everything I heard, and I loved everything I heard. But for some reason, I was just like, I would be like. Boards of Canada, Apex Twin, and you can obviously everybody likes both, but I was just like, I don't know. I think I'm like, I'm gonna go le lean in this direction. Uh, I, like for one thing, like I think a big controversial thing about me is gonna say, which I'm gonna say right now, is that like I'm not really a big fan of like 
man, and everybody loves this, and no one's going to like it when I say it, but I don't really like a lot of drum and bass and jungle music. I don't get into it. Oh, I don't, I'm, not, and I'm not amused by it that much. I yes. find it just to be a bunch of drums. No one can dance to it, yeah, really. Like, like I don't know. Like I don't no like it when people play at my parties. No one, one can, can dance, dance to it. To it. I don't know. I mean, it's four I, on the floor with a bunch it, of shit in the middle. I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong, and I'm about to get everybody mad at me by saying that. But I'm very sorry. I'd like to listen to Daft Punk instead. Like, I'm very sorry. It I'd rather listen. To I didn't like it. At I'd rather either. listen to Negative Land. I'd rather listen to a lot of other electronic music than like I don't like. I don't know, man. I don't even like techno that dude, much we, though. Oh, so like, dude, I honestly don't like techno at all. There's I don't even no like melody. Techno, I don't even think. I don't even think people can dance to techno personally. And that's like because you know what. Because guess what? No, they don't know how to fucking dance to it. They do this to it. And nobody fucking has a good time. And it's the same thing over and over again. And, like, I go to the parties all the time. And every time I'm at a party at 3 a.m. at a warehouse and it's a techno DJ in charge of it, nobody's fucking dancing. They're railing as much drugs as possible to maybe dance to it. But whatever, man. Dude, techno is the easiest take. shit to mix because there's no melody at all. Just turn yeah, your the mids all the, the way down. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing people techno was cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not talking about house right now because house is awesome, house right? Is awesome. I'm it's talking about like the techno that has no bass and no fun things at all. It's just not fun. No, just it's me. So cold I'm and people are gonna get very angry for these last few things I've said. <laughs> Whatever, I don't fucking care. Yeah, does this anyone have a counterpoint? House. Wow, we agree. It's pretty this, cool. This but I love house music. Love house. I love French house even more. But oh hell yeah, house is beautiful. Actually, is I have jungle. a question one for the, the, uh, the vapor space fellow. I don't like it that much. <laughs> but you know what? I will be prove me wrong and send me a fucking playlist of the best stuff, and I'll eat crow probably. I'm sure the thing is that I just haven't listened to enough of it. Wait, what is and, it like, that you don't like? You guys probably have a lot of really cool shit, and jungle. I'll listen to it be like jungle. Okay. I'm, I'm always willing to be like. Fuck! I was completely wrong, and I'm I'm sure I am right now. I'm sure of it. Like this is like this is me. We gotta right make now. him a playlist of good genre. Make me a playlist. How do you guys we feel about genre tags in general? Do you like them? Do you hate them? Do you think they're useful? Do you think they're divisive? They're so important. I agree. They're, yeah, without them, nothing would make sense. Not gonna lie. Wow, True. Ronnie. I mean, do I need to get the flame <laughs> gif ready? I I am I am not. I'm not good at the genre game, and I don't it want to play to do it. with the drum beat. <clears throat> Man, I, like, I don't... I, I have found that it seems like you can't just release an album. You have to release an album and then name a subgenre <clears throat> after the release you just made. Uh, and, Vapor like... Hell. That kind, <laughs> this man that kind of this man said Vaporhill. Uh, oh right, no. flames for the rest that, of the episode. That <laughs> kind of thing, that kind of thing, I don't think that's helpful. And I am one of I am an early believer that I wanted to abuse the word vaporwave to include every bit of music that I thought made me feel a little bit uh like, you know, if it made me just feel a little bit nostalgic it got to be a vaporwave or vaporwave adjacent enough for me and i was just gonna call it vaporwave and people come at me that's not really vaporwave i don't really want to do, you think do home that. resonance is vaporwave sure <laughs> sure I think that we needed the genre things. Look, look here, I think, we, I think the genre tags are good for the other genres. 
I think that good we for have, SEO. The, yeah, we have the genre tags and like the other genres can get tagged as whatever their sound is so that Vaporwave may not. You know what I mean? Like create the genre okay. tags for the other stuff so that Vaporwave may be free of it. That you know what I mean? The interesting have the genre tags and Vaporwave can be fluid, can be the pool where it all mixes into. And then you could describe your Vaporwave by referring to the other genres, right? You know what I mean? You know, you and, and in Vaporwave, you can take the various genres you like wave? and put them together. I think that if the words like, like imagine if people just made like ocean grunge or sea punk and just called it like house, like tropical house, and then they never had this fun little genre invented off of like that word. Right. Right. Yeah. Good point. Mm-hmm. I would That's fine. like some things would not exist if they didn't have that word behind them. Like all of which house would just be like Russian industrial, like trap music. I don't even know. So, That's actually a pretty good description. Kind of of yeah, I, I stand <laughs> by my. What if you think about a person? Go ahead. Wait. What if you hear me touch it from a person? You guys are roboting. Yeah. How? How is everybody roboting? Am I all right? I mean, you look fine to me, but Paul and Ronnie are like dropping out. Hmm. Can y'all fellas hear us? Just a little bit. Hey, maybe, maybe they'll catch up with us. Yeah, man. I don't know. Y'all got to turn the Twitch I, off. Home, home residence being Vaporwave? I don't fucking know. Whatever. Like, sure, I, I yes, sure, no. Care. I don't. It doesn't matter. Like, is home residence. You know what the nice thing about calling home residence Vaporwave is? Is a lot of people will look up Vaporwave because of that. And then they'll maybe find something else they like better. Maybe right. something else they find more interesting. So, like, I don't fucking feel the need to safeguard it too much. I do from a lot of things. But, like, home residence... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's not vaporware, yeah. but like it probably not. It's vapor but, adjacent for sure. But but it's adjacent enough where like maybe there's some 16 year old kid out there who will kind of dig that sound and he'll type vaporwave in and then he'll fucking find the fucking Trash Ghost album or something and be like, right. oh fuck, you trash know what Ghost I mean? Is like this is outstanding. Their upcoming. Or he'll find Zero Trash Waves album yeah. maybe his records who i fucking love and be like oh fuck and then maybe he'll never even listen to home residence again after that you know what i mean like i actually like home. so like that's like my thing about it like i don't fucking think like i don't fucking think probably not but but maybe now we have a new person who will listen to the music and the art we make you know what i mean and be and be maybe want to contribute their own art you know gotta start somewhere right there are worse places to start right you know what i mean people could be getting something completely they could be listening to something completely wrong and calling it vaporwave and like you know not that like home resonance is extremely correct but like they could be they could be way farther away from the target of where they need to be are they restarting their computer right now i'm about to ask them if they want to i'm just typing in the chat do you fellas want to yeah leave vaporwave's tricky tricky thing to talk about to find you want to you know it's fun it's a fun time though 0.5 frames per second I gotta grab a plug for my computer. He's all right. So technical difficulties. Um, Is that on our end or their end? Uh, I think it's their end, man, because you and I are oh. moving just fine. Maybe the yeah. chat, maybe the audience can tell us. Um, I really I wanted mean, to it's, say uh, the, just uh, the, all this talk of home resonance has just completely oh, jammed bro. the signal, Ronnie right? Because they're phoned. <laughs> um, I really wanted to save it for when they had brought it up, but maybe now would be a really good time to run the um, teaser for the upcoming Vapor Space Odyssey show. Um, because yep. poor Paul is frozen in a really funny position right now. So this is the first time. Let me see if I can figure out how to play this. Let's oh, boy. Here we go. I'm going to just cut a, some audio and shit. Hang on, y'all. 
Fuck yeah. All wow. right, sick. It worked. Yeah, so sick. they are it still frozen. They're still frozen right now. Here, That's I'll a shame. A, I'll throw up the TV static. Um, but yeah, um, that's coming up next Friday. I know y'all hoes are going to tune in. We got Bo- Boomer Isaac. Israel says Boomer Isaac no more. Yeah. Jez. <laughs> yeah. I really I need Jez Winter to, to sing my praises in the chat, please. Um, if DS Do yeah, 500 man. is tuned in, I'm sorry that it couldn't be the Rosewood event. Um, hmm. But yeah, coming I really want to just congratulate them too. I really want to get to talking to about like um, you know how amazing it is what they do for everybody by setting this all up, and I really want to ask Soundmarket about how he found himself getting involved in this with Ronnie. So I hope right. they come back soon because I'm really interested to know what Soundmarket's journey was into all this. Right? Oh, they dropped out. Now our cameras look super wild. Hopefully they're. Oh, what's up, guys? <laughs> Hopefully they come back soon. But yeah, man, I honestly, I I don't want to like take. Ronnie's spotlight away from him, but he told me that he basically had the inspiration to throw his shows because of you and Mr. Oh. George Clanton. Yeah, so I, I think that, cool. um, yeah, well, you know, seeing George live is, is a big deal because we just, I mean, I know that you and I both remember when there was no audience for any of this, and just to watch what can be built is a pretty inspiring thing. And, um, you know, George has uh, done a really good job. I mean, that man, like, <laughs> fucking sacrificed a lot. He did not go to college. You know, he just... Yeah. I remember one time, I think I've told this story before, but I was at a show, oh God, like, I guess, like, back in, like, 2016 or 17, and um, I remember telling George, I'm like, wow, you know, you're doing so good. You're getting more and more audience every time you do this. And he's like, Chris, I don't have anything to fall back on. Yeah. I am good. I have to make this work. He's like, you don't know, you need to understand, like, I have to make this work. And, you know, the nice thing about him is not only did he make it work, but, God, he's just remembered all his friends, too, and he remembered where he came from and remembered all the people, all our little friends online who were all congregating in the same virtual spaces and didn't forget about any of that. You know what I mean? You know, because I think the thing that people need to remember is, like, you know, you as an artist are stronger when you are associated with a movement. And when you have a group that is around you and with you and that you're associated with, bigger than you, smaller than you, et cetera, as opposed to just a singular artist who just enters the scene and your career is just determined by whatever management agency you're working with tries to pitch you into. You know what I mean? Like you're out there on your own when you do it that way and you'll fall on your own too. You know what I mean? You You will be out there on your own and you'll fall on your own. But you bring not just yourself up, but people tangential to you as well and then the people tangential to them and then the right. people tangential to them you know you're now creating a landscape that everybody can play and have a nice time in and, and maybe achieve something within you know what i mean rather than just doing it on your own and saying like ah oh, you know it's just me it's just uh, i'm the only one who came right. from nowhere you know what i mean that's one you of know, my favorite things makes, about it makes your scene, movement man. strong it makes you stronger when you have a move when you're associated with a movement that's just Go ahead. You were saying? One of my favorite things about this scene is, is just how many people are willing to help each other up to, to create a family. You know, uh, like Maki said in the chat, a rising tide lifts all ships. Um, yeah. There's a lot of gatekeeping, man, in, in other scenes. I mean, I have feet in here. the synthwave scene, the lo-fi house scene. Um, you know, I don't make music, but I DJ it. But um, there is the camaraderie, man, and the mm-hmm. just willingness to, to build – a community is just so unique to this scene. And it's why yeah. I obviously have kind of made a home here. 
I think the uh, one of the big criticisms is uh, is people being too nice, right? That's the big criticism. Yeah, but, yeah, that's. Yeah, let me tell you, dude. Like, people can be nice all they want, but if people don't vibe with the album, don't vibe with the music, I don't know. You don't need anybody to tell you no. You'll just feel it, and you'll just feel that you're not connecting, and then you will learn to be your own critic. Do you know right. what I'm saying? Like, you'll learn to do better because you'll feel that you're not... There's some people who, like, pound their head against the wall. They're like, I don't understand. Like, I'm nice to everybody. They're nice to me. But, you know, I'm not doing quite this or that or whatever. And it's like, oh, maybe you got to go back to the drawing board, dude. Like, right. you know, like, you got to go back to the drawing board. I think I always tell people, like, the biggest thing you need to do is be your own critic, right? You have to demand the best from yourself. Level right. up, man. Like, level your own... Level yourself up. Like, look at what you're doing... I've said it before, I'll say it again. Put your song in a playlist between the artist you like in front and the artist you like behind. Maybe some other artists sprinkled in too. See if when your song comes in, is there a dramatic drop in the aesthetic of what you were going for? You right. know what I mean? Based on these other artists that inspires you. Um, so, you know, you got to learn to savage your... I've said it before, you just learn to savage your own work, man. Mm -hmm. Like, what's a critic going to tell you? They're going to tell you how to be more like down. what they want. They're gonna be more like wait, tell you. They're gonna tell you what to be like based on what they want. Like what the fuck that? No. Right. <laughs> you gotta, I remember talking to Uni last week. Well, the other couple of weeks ago, and I was like, he's like, well, would, would you remember like when you do send your music oh. out to some people? And he's like, yeah. He's like, do you get bad responses? Like fuck no. I already know it's good. We got the <laughs> fella like, back. He's like, I don't need any. He doesn't need anybody to tell. Wait, the wrong place. Oh, oh, Where am Dr. I? Chris, you're Vapor Space now. What's up? I'm Vapor Space now? <laughs> oh, wow. All right, y'all get to see the wow. nuts and bolts of this stream. Wait, uh, how do we sorry that we were this gone. around? No, that's okay. Hang how do we flip this around? I'll fix it, dude. It's I got All right. this. <laughs> hey, you know, I wanted to get to, well, now that we're back, first things first I wanted to say to you guys was, you know, just thank you for the amazing work that you do putting these putting these things together and creating a really fun space for everybody to play in and getting everyone involved too. It's it's just really admirable what you guys do and it's um gosh, what a labor of love and what a what a huge appreciation from me and everybody else who tunes into the things you you two you guys put together all the time. Um it's really phenomenal work and it's just like it elevates Every time the form has been elevated because of, of uh, I think originally because of Vapor Space Online, the first one you guys, you guys did. I think that like elevated the form a lot and set a big precedent for everyone else to kind of follow in the way that they organize the shows. And um, I think that was a big deal, you know, in my opinion at least. Sound Market, how did you get involved in all this? By yeah, the way? we want to like, talk did, to you, man. Uh, I want to know how you story. got involved in this whole scene. Um, I'll give you like the whole in the whole scene or with Vapor Space. Let's start with the scene first. Yeah, let's hear it space. I heard, um, no joke, it was slash MU, and someone posted Blank Banshee in 2012. Wow. Nice. And yeah. I've been in the scene since then. Was teen pregnancy awesome, your first man. experience? It, it, it was definitely teen pregnancy. Yeah, that's a, that's a slaps. That still slaps, man. I <laughs> oh, play that dude, at I any dance it. party. I, any dance party I'm DJing, I can put that song on. People go nuts. I'm more of an eco even if they don't know, guy, Even if they don't know the song, like that song slaps. I don't even want to hear people cast any aspersions against that song being cliche or whatever. I love it. Fuck you, man. You don't even know how, how well that oh, song plays on dance floors. People fucking bro. love it. That song's a classic. I don't even care if it wouldn't even have to be Vaporwave. It would still be a classic. Oh, yeah, man. it's just, it, 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 that production kicks. is so crazy. Like It's really just very, like, exacting. You know what I mean? Like, it's exactly what it needs to be. It's yeah, good. Yeah, totally. 
Perfect. I love uh, it. But anyway, how'd you get involved in vapor space then? I love, dude, I love this story. So one time I was in class at college mm-hmm. and I was not paying attention. I was <laughs> on r slash vaporwave. Okay. I was scrolling and I saw that a guy said, it was like, a, does anyone else in St. Louis listen to vaporwave? And I was like, oh, dude, I'm in St. Louis. And I listen to Vaporwave. Whoa! How about that? So then I was just like typing with two my big two fingers, and I was trying to write a message to Ron. And I was like, man, maybe I should spell check this again. But then I met him. Like I, I sent him, and I was like, hey man, I'm from St. Louis. Let's let's like gang up, dude. Thanks for the follow, JC Harris. And then um, from then it's just history. And I mean, it's just a testament to how good Ron is at meeting teenage boys online. I'm dying right now. <laughs> yeah. He's he's a pro at it at this point. I can't. Damn. That's too funny. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty crazy how, like, there are people from all different ages that are involved in Vaporwave, dude. There's, you know, I feel like a lot of us are in our 20s and 30s, but there's kids. There's people in their 40s, maybe even 50s. Like, Yeah, this guy's pushing 60. I hope somebody clipped <laughs> what Sound Market said about Ronnie just a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <That's whoops>. <laughs> Skelly is a strong defender of teen pregnancy. <laughs> Ron is a great at reading teenage boys online. Uh, that oh, was a joke, man. though. Ron's not a pedophile. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's fine. Probably, we know Ron. The, we know Ron. Song that's on in the background while we talk about this. <laughs> these are man. the worst hot takes. <laughs> hot take. Yeah, that's like we should move on. I don't. Okay, so I have heard. So you. So what? Go ahead. No, I just. I wanted to hear how 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 Sound Market discovered Vaporwave. I also don't think oh. I ever heard what Ron's first experience with Vaporwave was. Was there a specific song or album? Yeah, was, was it? Yeah, that's well, right. What was it? Th- this is not, I did not answer the question. It doesn't have a great answer. <laughs> uh, like, I, it was Home Resonance. That's mine. Hey. Oh, that Home li- Resonance kicks but, ass, dude. I don't well, hold on, let does. me stop for a second. Let me stop, because that literally just proves my point about, like, you know, we can say, you know, oh, you know home resonance, well, you know, maybe not vaporwave. But what did it do? It got Ron into vaporwave. Like, motherfucker, yeah. that shit got it Ron into vaporwave. Did. If Ron didn't hear home resonance, maybe he wouldn't have started hearing some other things. And maybe vapor space wouldn't even exist. And Dude, so, like, that's the purpose, that some, of, that's right the purpose that some of these songs that... so. Us, who are really deeply involved in the scene, everyone in this chat pretty much who's really deeply involved in the scene, yeah, we might be sick and tired of some of these songs, and we might be very specific about, like, motherfuckers, like, this isn't really what this is, and, like, you know, it's, we're, you know, here, we're, we're entrenched in it, right? But then, all, but other people aren't, and sometimes they hear Home Resonance, and they're like, that's pretty cool, and then they go look a little deeper, and they're like, oh, this is cooler. They're like, oh, this is even cooler. Oh my god, I've gotten like now I'm like five degrees away from that first song I listened to. And yeah, I've got I've got sewer slut on or something, right? right. Yeah, like um, <laughs> I know I've I've got I'm really like now I'm listening Break to the Mallsoft compilations. Now I'm doing all this, and now I'm gonna set up my own fucking venue. Like you know what I mean? And yeah, now dude, we have a whole I'm gonna hand venue. out now hand bills after spot. live shows. There's so many artists to play at a whole fucking spot. So like. You know, we should all really do our best to not pass the hardest of judgments on people who right. uh, we don't always know right away until they get involved. 
you know, and the people that, that don't look any deeper or whatever, man, we don't we don't need them anyway. It's fine. You know, they'll just yeah. maybe only listen to Home Resonance and whatever. Fucking but then there'll be really cool people like Ron who will just start a whole fucking venue. Like, you know what I mean? That's pretty cool. The, Go ahead. The, I went I went to Chicago a month before I sent him this a month before this Reddit post that he reads. I go to Chicago to see George Clanton and Equip play. Uh, oh, I love George story. is George is coming through. I, yeah, everybody heard it. Dude, it's George amazing. Is coming, <laughs> George is coming through Chicago to 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 uh, on the strength of Slide to party with Equip. It wasn't part of a tour. It was kind of a one-off to Chicago. Uh, I was very excited to go. Um, this was my second show that I had been to by myself out of the city of St. Louis in about a couple of months. I saw Brockhampton in Kansas City like wow. two or three weeks before this when when uh, when Iridescence was number one. Like the wow. night that they announced that Iridescence was number one, Brockhampton comes out onto the stage in Kansas City and was like, holy shit, guys, we're number one. And then they do the show and, and you know, I've never seen a band that was at the top of the charts perform on the night that they were at the top of the charts. That was a lifetime first. Oh, that's remarkable. And then yeah. I, and then Don, Don McLennan, he was like kind of like pretty big in into the vaporwave scene in the early days, and would like download all the music and listen to everything. Really? Obviously, he's still I think pretty good friends with Ryan from St. Pepsi. And um, I still have the messages from Dom McLennan messaging me like, yo, Philadelphia, which is one of my Skeleton Lips songs. Like, that's a dope track. Like, I still I still got that message from Dom from way back in the day before he was a big superstar. Um, but anyway, back to you. That was fucking that's that's a pretty big experience, especially their first show by yourself, your first shows by yourself outside of. Uh, uh, no, it wasn't my first. Show. It wasn't like my first shows. Well, I know it that. But my long first time. shows in a while. I had lost 80 pounds. Oh, so this is like, after you lost oh, all the weight. Yeah. I, so it's like you were a new person. I'm, I'm celebrating with my wife. I'm like, I feel so good. I feel so energetic. Can I go see Brock Hampton in Kansas City? Yeah. <laughs> Can I also go see George Clinton in Chicago? Yeah. Hell yeah. And, and so like, I'm running off to these shows. I'm having a great time. And after, after Brock Hampton was over, it was over. I just had to go yeah. home. Yeah. And after <laughs> when George Clinton was over, it wasn't over. Oh, yeah, I, kept, you, I just I, out. I hung out. I ended up chilling with with Aaron outside Aaron Shadro outside the event. Equip I remember this. I've out. heard you. I've He's heard this story. Yeah. Outside the event, we're all just talking. We're all talking about what a great party it was, what a great show it was, how cool it is to be in Vaporwave. How this is going to how Vaporwave. It seemed like it was down, but it's up, and you know everything's going to be. <laughs> it's all going in the right direction, and I'm just connecting with these people. And I'm believing that, holy shit, this really has legs. And it's what I'm seeing is the beginning of something, not something that, and it's something that I could, I can help push it along. And the whole way home, you know, because I asked George, I go, when are you going to play St. Louis? Because, you know, I don't, I don't think I have enough fans in St. Louis. And it's like, well, okay. What if I go back to St. Louis and we start getting fans and we start yeah. getting people who care about this music because I just wanted to see these awesome shows. I wanted to see Blank Banshee. I wanted to see George Clanton. I wanted to, to see Skeleton Lipstick. Oh, when they tour, whoa. I want them to come to St. Louis. Bubble on found the original comment on Reddit. 
The original comment on Reddit? It's, it's right Bubble there, on, right? I think that's Oh, yeah. That's oh, our there it is. Doug. How fun. How Look at fun. Look at that. We're taking a peek at it right that. now. Ron, Thank you, you Doug. I love you. You've really done a good job at curating. Honestly, a, it's a wonderful collection of people to help you run these events you know that's really amazing meeting right? teams online <laughs> that's what I, I, <laughs> oh my god here's a hot here's a hot take george clinton was wrong he has lots of fans in st louis like mm-hmm. he he did before there were lots Damn, of like, son. i i i've had the the clinton clinton disambiguation conversation many many times because you know that is a you fun know, george, twister the george clinton, clinton, clinton disambiguation conversation <laughs> that, <laughs> That's like a ska band. It's it's, yeah, a, it's a totally it's a, a ska band thing. name. <laughs> but look at this. This is me to you. It's when a, we first met. I mean, oh, oh, are you, a, are you guys looking at it right now? How cute is that? Oh, wow. down memory lane. Hey, I can actually thank Twin Pines Mall for me finding my co-DJ, uh, DJ Zandal Ballet, out here in Vegas before the pandemic. Twin, Twin Pines Mall. Pine... That Twin, Twin Pines, Pines Mall, Mall. I love you. TPM, oh God, I love Twin Pines Mall. Twin Pines Mall puts together so many different people, just like behind the scenes connects people together. That it's just, mm-hmm. I, you know, Virtual ninety four, who you know helps me with T Chill and Those sets up the so Chill cool. Station and all that. Like, I got put in contact with them through Twin Pines Mall. Like, no that's not, way. Like, you put me Twin in Pines with Mall them. is like the matchmaker of the scene. As long as Twin Pines Mall is out there making another fucking album constantly on another label <laughs> with another collaboration, I'm like, well, Vaporwave can never die because like Twin Pines Mall is still out there making shit constantly. So I'm like, well, I, I sleep better at night knowing he's out there doing doing his thing. And I love that name too because it's a reference to the Back to the Future Mall, right? That changes names when time when the time frame changes. Right. That's mm-hmm. such an like, interesting mall. Yeah, right. It turns to Twin Pine Mall, just based on, like, you don't even know what happened in the past that changed it to become that name, right? Is that the thing? Like, is that how it works? And I love that, because that ambiguity of the fragility of time and reality, like, you mean, that's that's fucking vaporwave to me. I (laughs) I got a question for the vapor space, boys. Playing with the fragility of time and reality... And what you perceive it to be, that's that's vaporwave. You know what I mean? That's exactly what the fucking music is. And like half the time yeah, you wrong. listen to it and you're not sure where it came from, what time period it's from, is it from the future, the past, or it's a relic of the past from the future. And that's <laughs> fucking themes to play with, man. Vapor Space Boys, question for both of you. Do you have a favorite either act, album, or like song within the genre and do you have like a special story for how you discovered your favorite act song or album within the the genre i i would say that blank banshee is still probably one of my favorites of all time did you see him live um no i, I have not fucking amazing like this like is him on npc he was just fucking moving the whole time it was ridiculous yeah yeah i've seen videos i don't know i, I would love this came live yeah in philly I would love to see. Nice. It'd be great. Um, I don't know. I found... I've been thinking about this a lot recently because I have this formative experience Vaporwave related. And I found like this web... I remember like this was 2015 or 14. I found this website and it didn't have HTTPS before it so I was already a little scared. (laughs) And it ended in like .info so I was like, all right, I'm going to tread carefully here. Right. But it was just this (laughs) list and it was like this person made like a tier list of vapor trap artists. Oh shit! Oh wow! And that's, a lot of them I've never heard find. anyone say anything about some of these artists, wow. like ever. 
Wow. Like, um, I, I know that some people kind of know grayscale sound, but they're oh, like... Oh, I've met him in person. Super cool, he, dude. <laughs> wow. That, he Israel is Villa, so dude. good. So good. Super That's one cool of the guy. great ones that I've heard from there. I heard about this band called, like, Vox Boys, which is this really cute little project. And it's all this, like, really That's good nice. vapor trap that, like, I don't think most, like... At least some of the names are like super weird and obscure, but yeah, that's I downloaded a bunch of stuff. That's cool. Had so vapor trap was kind of your introduction. F fascinating. Totally. Yeah, yeah. I love vapor trap. I still prefer dude. it to most other things. I, you I know love what? Vapor trap. I, I yeah. find that like a lot of people like they really connect when they're given a um, given almost like a big archive to travel through. Yeah. Like, someone presents totally. you with an arc. Like it reminds like Uniwa was talking about how like when he first got into music, it was like his uncle who gave him like. This like hard drive with like several gigabytes worth of music, so you just constantly yeah. clicking through it. It's like you got this list with several different types of arts. You're like, holy shit, where do I want to start first? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And then you just click through it, and it just becomes a formative experience when you really connect with like a world like that. You're like, wow. That's why we've got to keep like explore. We've got to keep doing the um the like best of the year. If people always yeah. do their best of the year albums, like mm. for vapor, r slash vaporwave and stuff. Yeah, we gotta like keep doing that because it catalogs it so well, and it's like a time yeah. capsule because yes, when you just see the like when something happened, it's kind of hard to process it. But when you have like a little graphic like that of the year and all, everything that came out, it really makes you like think about it harder and For think sure. about where vaporwave has been and where vaporwave is going. For sure. So it's like a roadmap to that. What do you? Why? Let me I ask you guys. It. Why? Why? Um. Why vaporwave? Why not something else? Why vaporwave? It, it would be a C-Punk SDL if it was still big. It would be what? <laughs> I thought it would be C-Punk SDL. CPS right. <laughs> yeah. Why um why vaporwave to express yourself within this scene? Like why why vaporwave for you guys? Like what was it about vaporwave that you're like I want to express what I feel about things and I like these artists in this scene like why why vaporwave why not why not any other scene like what what was it that made you guys be like this is it I'm gonna stick to this I like this this speaks to me what's it it's what's pretty not? chill Interesting. like it's a good vibe it's relaxing I, uh -huh. I've always been drawn to the down tempo side of electronic music uh, I mean uh -huh. whenever yeah. I, I, I like house music stuff. I like going to raves but Future Sound of London, The Orb, uh, Mark Farina's Mushroom Jazz series, uh, Air, um, other, you know, kind of ambient house acts always kind of brought me in. The, the last band I really paid attention to before I left electronic music really was like Boards of Canada and Lemon Jelly. And those were, those were, and... And then I, you know, I left the scene because I wasn't hearing a lot of what I liked. And then when I got back in to listening to things that are the things that you find after you find home resonance <laughs> and you decide that you want to listen to more vaporwave, uh, there are certain things that you're going to find because you, you ask the computer, what is vaporwave? And it's going to tell you that Mac Macintosh Plus is vaporwave. It's going to tell you that Esprit is Vaporwave. It's going to... St. Pepsi is going to be mentioned. There are names that you're going to hear that are going to come back whenever you go, Computer, what is Vaporwave? <laughs> and and you ask me, like, what's my favorite album? I mean, it is... It's Slide. It's it's no cap. I was... I was Hell yeah, bro. I, 
I was in in the throes of listening to Virtua.zip and had no idea that a spree was George Clanton or that George Clanton was a spree. Uh, I had heard some things by George Clanton that had come up off of 100% Electronica and really hadn't, you know, connected it with the Esprit sounds that I was hearing because, again, I was really into this Virtua.zip, did not know, but the internet fucking knew. Excuse me. The internet absolutely knew. The the internet knew that I liked Esprit, and they were like, hey, we know that you like Esprit. Did you know that Esprit is George Clanton and that George Clanton has this new album? And I was like, no, I, I did well, not know that. Let me listen. What was your response when you realized that when you clicked on Vaporwave, it was like, well, one second they're telling you it's George Clanton, and the next second it's St. Pepsi, or it's Luxury Elite, or it's uh, Cat System Corp, or it's Telepath, or it's all these other different, or it's, or it's NXXXS, or it's like it's all these different sounds. Was that like a little bit like, oh, what? It, like, no. it goes in this many directions? Like, what did you think they of that? All ma- they all made me feel nostalgic. They, they, all, ma- they all made me feel... Like I was in this very in this temporal music. time time period that was hearkening me back. Was Be- it a weird because... thing to hear all these different sounds under the same genre? Yeah, was that like a, an interesting thing to you? I mean, but I guess since you had experience with things like the Orb or well, Apex Twin, that you were used and, to artists who would play with different types of sounds, right? And and when I went to raves, when mm. I went to raves, it was there was a jungle, there was a drum and bass stage, there was mm-hmm. a house stage, there was mm-hmm. a techno stage. So mm-hmm. all these mm-hmm. sounds existed together, and they all got updated one way or another into these different kind of camps for vaporwave. Like I could hear a little bit more of the techno influence on the dream punk side. I can hear the more of the house influence on the future funk side. I can feel more of the ambient influence on the slush wave and mall sauce. Oh yeah, the ambient influence in the cyberpunk scene is, or dream punk scene, I mean. If, if If I was open to all these interpretations and vibes in the 90s, and I can be open to all these interpretations and vibes of this music now, Vaporwave has it all for me. Like I don't, like I can find an artist in my scene making music for any occasion, for every occasion. Whether I want to dance, whether I want to sleep, whether I want to make whether love, you whether rap, I want to rap, 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 even if I want to rap. Uh, and Ron does rap a lot. I'll say that right now. Ron does rap a lot. Huh? Ron, Ron has his own like little rap project. I'm talking about that Inner Club, Internet Club album, but. Now, Marcus, how were, were you in your were you like in your teenage years when you discovered uh, Vaporwave? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I was like very young i don't know wow. that's such a strange concept to me <laughs> right because <laughs> like so for cool, us though. it's like the genre didn't it's it's a very interesting thing to see people young enough to grow up with vaporwave yeah, yeah dude, that was a totally fucking adult culture music as a preferred was, subculture music you know what i mean like it's I like when i talk to like fiber too school. yeah like it's like when i early high school yeah that's like when i talked to fiber alex as well it's like it's very interesting to see you guys as like the first generation to discover vaporwave uh you know to discover vaporwave yeah. and grow up with it as like your preferred subculture music that's so fucking cool it <laughs> like, is dude. that's like i never do you find ever, yourself looking absolutely well i listen to before i listen to vaporwave i listen to a lot of r&b and like Sick. jazz stuff mm. 
I'm a big yeah. Dave Matthews band fan, so things just started feeling right when I found Future Punk. It's like, are you kidding me? You're a Dave Ma- you're a Dave Matthews band fan? <laughs> so so oh, so man. Ron, Ron, Ron. Yeah. yeah. It, it probably doesn't mean the same thing to you and me as it does to people <laughs> younger, right? Like so for me and Ron, like Dave Matthews band was like Fuck you. Like, oh because God. we grew up with it, and it was like we were listening to punk music, and all the fucking mm-hmm. douchebags went to go see the Dave Matthews Band concert. It's... And we were like, fuck you. I remember like, so being like, fuck this shit. We go see punk music. Fuck Dave Matthews. But now we're like 20 <laughs> years removed from that, right? Ron, yeah. We're like far away from that. So, like, Dave Matthews Band doesn't mean the same thing anymore. And the kids who are discovering it now, it's not the same culture as it was when we discovered it. Like, I guarantee. <laughs> That there are people from like the 80s who are like, you listen to fucking like, no, like Journey? Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck Journey. That's bullshit music. And we went to go see Black Sabbath. Fuck Journey. (laughs) Like, but for us, we like Black Sabbath and we like Journey because it doesn't have the same cultural reference point for us, right? But I guarantee that there's stoners in the 70s, stoner (laughs) metal dudes in the 70s who are like, you listen to Journey? Fuck you. We listen to fucking like we're gonna go see fucking Black Sabbath Misfits. And, and now it's like oh you listen to Misfits even, listen, fuck Misfits? you yeah probably that but they were probably like yeah man like we listen to fucking Ozzy and shit fuck Journey but like you know for me it's like Journey's fun and so we gotta re- so don't judge him too rough it's a <laughs> I, different time all right I, you know? I appreciate you can but I get it I, Ron I got I got it I just want I you to know flashing. I got it flashing kind of white there like but it was Ron, very different kind of of band meant a very different thing when i was 14 than it does now when i was 14 it was like that's like you know i no fuck that like i was gonna go see like a punk rock band or something like that but different time i i think we're done ragging on sound market for right. Dave because it's you know my man if i just heard it at like 15 or 16 i was far away from the time period i'd be like yeah all right i dig it man you know no pig do you keep up with punk or hardcore at all? Do I keep up with punk or hardcore? Not really, um, because it's just, in my opinion, like the genre has sort of had its time. And like I did DJ, I DJed the after parties for the last This Is Hardcore Festival in Philadelphia. Like oh, I DJed wow. the after parties and I was super excited because I still love these bands. And I got to sit on stage when um, uh, Keith Morris, uh, who used to be the singer for like Black Flag and some stuff, was doing his band on, and Circle Jerks as well. Like he was doing the off and I was big I'm a big Keith Morris fan I got to be on stage for that and I'm a huge Wisdom and Chains fan and I got to see them but like the fact of the matter is that all these big acts from hardcore are like from like 20 years ago yeah, <laughs> like there like true. aren't that many new bands like the last really like great new hardcore band was like Jesus Peace and um it's even been a little while since they started so like mm-hmm. you know even I think it's something like Trapped Under Ice or those bands so, like from a while ago so my point is that, and when I went to it, a lot of the people at it are pretty old, you know? Um, oh, yeah, totally. So, like, yeah, I don't keep up with it anymore. I still has a special place in my heart, but I don't just don't keep up with it anymore because Time's Arrow kind of moves forward, and I'm on, I don't even, I'm on to something new. And, like, I loved hardcore when I was in my teenage years, and there's a lot of stuff I loved when I was, like, in my early 20s and teenage years. Like, one of my favorite bands ever was this angular uh, post-punk band uh, called Q and Not You. That was I remember on, um, Q and Not You. Oh, God, I love Q and Not You. They're so good. A no Kill, No Beep Beep is a fantastic album. And I loved um, I loved it, but I just don't re- visit it that much anymore just because I don't really visit a lot of guitar music that much anymore. Right. Um, I just don't. You know, there's some foods I don't eat as much anymore either that I still love, but I just don't eat them as much anymore. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm always, you know, so there's, 
artists in every type of music that are strong artists with important things to say. And, it, you know, it's like, you know, great artists aren't just in one genre. They're in all the genres. And you got to just keep moving forward and branching out and finding them. And I don't know. It's what I've been doing my whole yeah. life. So, you know, all this music I listened to when I was a teen or, uh, or in my early 20s has a special place in my heart. But I just don't seem to find myself revisiting it that much anymore. Mm, Guys, Quiz had a really good question in the chat. Quiz said... And this is actually a good question for you too, Chris. Is there a uh -oh, song okay. that people always demand at shows but falls oh. flat at the club when you put it on? Ooh, gosh. That's a great so question. So I guess like a song um, that people think will work really well live that doesn't? like. Well, there's a lot of like future funk that you think would work really well live but doesn't. Um, so there's a lot of future funk that's fucking phenomenal and kills on the dance floor. Like... Obviously, like any like Moy Shop is like gonna kill on the dance floor. A lot of uh, a lot of stuff by Superflat. Oh, more than anything else in the world, Superflat kills on the dance floor. That motherfucker knows how to produce party music, not just dance music, dance party music. So there's a lot of future funk that sounds dancey when you're bouncing around in your chair listening to it. Like it's an edit of like a city pop song, and it's fun when you're dancing to it at home. But in a club, it don't really work it too well, right honestly, because there's just not enough happening in it sometimes. Mm -hmm. The thing about dance music is, like, you got to have a lot of different vibes happening in it. And if all you're doing is, like, speeding up a song and putting a kick drum over top of it, that's great. It's fun to listen to, and I enjoy I enjoy it. Um, it just doesn't always really do too well in the club, honestly, because it's just not enough happening. Wild. So, like, and this is another reason why I love Superflat so much. It's, like, there's just so much happening in those songs. Um, so you know, there's, like, so many better. different rhythms. Like, man... Yeah, I think that's some of those. I uh, think some of the uh, South American uh, future funk producers like that's an interesting like combination, right? Coming from yeah, that background, and then also mixing city pop and like disco and other stuff into it too. Something really fucking phenomenal is going to come out of that kind of artist, and uh, I think already has with Superflat personally, but even more so, I think you, him and other artists are going to build, draw more from their culture to create some cool shit. So yeah, I'd say a lot of those, um, some of the, some of the, some of the future funk you would think would do really good. And it doesn't actually. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Shame. No, it's it's all right. There's plenty of future funk. There's a lot that does really well. Yeah. Trust me. There's a oh, lot dude, whenever you put on really Fun well. Tonight or Better, it's just it's a wrap. Oh, but, I love um, it. I love it. Fucking hey, you guys. Yeah. Private Caller. I'm just like I'm blanking. Private Caller always tears the house down. Well, you can put like also like Roller Girl, some of the older stuff like that too, and like that. Yeah. Like, some of the key stuff. Let me hey, do you guys mind. like the future funk artist Pop Up? You know who that oh is? Oh my god! I like what I've heard oh, by Pop Up. Dude, I love Pop Up. Pop Up is great. It's so fun. It's such a fun little artist. Yeah, and, like, Pop Up is project. a lot of fun. Yeah. I think Fantano was talking about Pop Up this past week. Really? Yeah, he was. That's amazing. Yeah. Every time I see someone I know on the genre. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see someone that I, I know, like, in the scene on Fantano's channel, I kind of freak out a little bit. Yeah. It's just crazy. Oh, you know who else is uh, is really great uh, is Lola Disco. Yeah! Uh, uh. Lola Disco's, uh, I swear to God, I could put any fucking song on from Girl Talk in the club and people will lose their shit. Like, those are some fucking... Now, that's how you fucking edit and do a song, man. Like, that's how you make a future funk song. The way that he edits his stuff, mixes Girl up all talk. the different parts. You never know what's going to happen next. And he'll pick a song that you know very well. You know, he'll pick, like, a Madonna song, right? Like, Lucky Star. And, like, make it new. Make it fresh. Don't, yeah, don't Daddy. Feed, 
Fuck yeah, man. I'll listen to that. That shit kills on the dance floor. But people think they know the song and they don't know the song. Now that's how you fucking yeah, do that shit. You're man. right. That's how you fucking rock that fucking shit. Um, Turtle Talk and Don't Feed the Animals is one of the albums from the, the electronic world that punched through to me during my hiatus. Like Don't Feed the Animals like, is such a good album. You need to have this, Ron. Wow. And I was like, okay. And uh -huh. I listened to it. I was like, oh, fuck. This is really good. And nice, so man. I went and saw him play in probably 2008, 2009. Wow. You saw Girl Talk? And, yeah. Mm, wow, so fun, man. I wish I could have seen Girl Talk. And so just and like as era, a bolt out of the blue, as a wow, bolt so out of the fun. blue, wasn't listening to any good, er, I wasn't listening to any other electronic or computer produced music at the time. I was oh. listening to so much reggae. And all of a sudden, wow. except Girl Talk. Dude, yeah. that was me you with Animal Collective's dope, My Girls. It pulled me, like, back from a song. cliff. It's a weird, yeah. like, not really something Animal I'm into Collective. anymore, but man, was I an Animal Collective stand back in the day. Animal Collective is, <laughs> like, one of the albums, Big one of the bands time. of the fucking decade, man. Like, of that whole fucking oh, decade. Like, the late like 2000s were just, and just that proto band vapor. might possibly be, like, and all the things that it spawned and all the artists that were inspired by it, including, like, myself, probably, and a lot of other early Vapor people. Um, that, Al, that band's, like, one of the bands of the fucking Dude, decade, like, man, of the, of the who 2000s. Who cares about the Zodiac like band, man. personality, ENFP, whatever? What's your favorite Animal Collective What's your album? Favorite animal That's what collective I want to know. I don't even know this band, so... Oh, you've got to dig into it, man. Uh, They're great. Well, you probably, them. you might, do you know Panda Bear at all? I know of them. So, you I know, Person really Pitch. Know. So the album Person Pitch by Panda Bear was like a tremendous influence on a lot of the early Vapor people. Like Person Pitch was that album was big, big influence, I think, on a lot yeah, of us. It, it kind um, of that combined with like one oh tricks point never's output, whether it be under his name or under the the pseudonym Games or under Ford, which he, or under Ford and Low Patton. Um, or of course the memory vague tape, you know, all right. that stuff that he did. And of course, and I didn't even mention Chuck Persons, right? But you know, all the his stuff was so fucking influential, and it was like combined with a lot of like the person pitch stuff, and also combined a lot with the James Ferraro stuff, which we all know the Farside Virtual stuff. But also, I think to a good degree that people don't really think about, but is totally there, is like Tobacco and the way that he produced his music. You know, and would run it through tape decks and damage the tape decks on purpose. And like I know that yeah. was like a huge influence on me, like that, and plus also the Chill Wave fans, right? All that stuff came together to, uh, I think, kind of inspire a whole new generation of uh, artists that are what's happening now, I guess. My, my, uh, my, my, my looking around, looking around. At if the you time, like at least. weirdo, like stoner indie rock, Ronnie, you'd like Animal Collective. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. You, Ronnie, like you, you should, Kong. you should really dig into it. You'll find an album by Animal Collective that's going to be the one that you connect with, and you, you'll be have a good time. You have yourself a good time, friend. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. I I was a big uh, you know I, you mentioned tobacco. I I really liked Black Moth, Super Rainbow. Oh, like, me too. Just Bubba. get down on the uh, and that was just Bubba. another like I wasn't really listening to music in this genre, but people who knew me made sure that that album fit it to me. And right. like yeah, you got again once again. I want to say you guys know a lot about music. Uh, I know don't that guys guy knows. know a lot, a lot about, about music. Now Market literally knows like every vapor trap out like like artists ever. Yeah, I, I want to know who some of the I other high ranked vapor trap you albums guys were because Grayscale Sound is the goat. 
I, bet, I don't even yeah. know. I, bet I don't Blank know Scale. I have there. to now listen to that. I don't know that. So well, like, you guys, you guys know DJs. a lot about music. Sub Eric, you guys for are sure. both DJs. Your job, your job as DJs is to like listen to and really connect with yeah. music. Yeah, that was like that's what, what makes your role so important. You know, yeah, but like, I'm really bad you, about being in, like in every genre. I'm spread well, super well Isaac Isaac is 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 definitely Isaac's a better DJ than I am. Like honestly, like Isaac is like the purebred, right? He does DJing. This is what he does. He kills it. Like I'm you know, I'm like a I'm like a, a day walker because like I'm first and foremost skeleton lipstick as the producer and whatever and then I learned I got I I developed the DJing so I could create the party so I could you know, promote the vaporwave scene and 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 bring people in and have a nice room for other people to create and celebrate this great music and have a nice time. And you know, I when I first you know I'd been listening to vaporwave for a long time and I was like, this shit is dance floor ready. I was going to parties all the time. Like this shit's dance floor ready. Like there's the vapor trap, there's the future funk, there's the anthemic stuff like the George Clan songs that you can sing along to and jump to. Like you got that energy going on, right? You've got like the chill energies like with that are still like upbeat enough. Like you got like. You know that sort of vibe, right? We not to say home resonance, but you got like a vibe like that in a lot of different <laughs> music too. Um, you know, you got the funk stuff. So like, I always thought like this shit's just ready for the dance floor, man. These people have worked really hard on this music. We've all worked really hard on this music. It's time to extend it into the dance floor and turn it into a party format. In the same way, yes, techno sir. is a format. Goth is a format. You know, indie dance is a format, right? These are there are parties that do this. You know, so I was like, well, why not vaporwave, man? It's time. You know, and then people have another way you, to put their music out there. How do you guys get people to show up? Because that's really important. You can get out there and DJ, but how do you get people to we, come? We drop, we go to everyone and say, hey, come to the show, come to And we hold a flyer in their face. That's really what I've pushy. heard. Ron's always, he just I've, I've heard, really so, I've heard Ron I've talk heard about this in interviews before. Yeah. outside of other shows, well, pre-pandemic. Yeah, I've heard this in interviews that's before amazing. with Ron. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how, uh, to be perfectly honest, I don't know how the hell else you, I was going to do it. I yeah. didn't, I I have been to, sh- listen, all right. To go, it's hot, yes. it's hot take, so I'm just going to go off. Oh, I've okay. been to shows, I've been to shows with 10 to 15 people, and those shows make me feel sad. I don't mm. feel good for the artists. I don't feel good for anybody involved with the amount of work that it took to put on a show and not see it properly promoted or in a thing. Like people get the this this this, this vibe for a, a house show. And I've been to house shows where it's like, wow, there were 15 people at the show and it didn't feel like it was empty. But it's still like, why did this band come from the East Coast to play for 15 people? What what is so this is just whacked out. Like, it should not go like this. PAs exist in the city. Clubs exist in the city. Let's get people together to to hear and celebrate music. And I was always like, I'm going to promote my show. I'm going to promote this show. And so I wanted to reach people that were already went to shows because that's that's good if you go yeah. to shows you might like my show <clears throat> if you like electronic music you might like our show i like electronic music you might like electronic music. and if you like partying come do it next week it's the exactly. people love that they're like oh yeah that's next your week. i want to do some more too yeah nice. i mean and we, 
we were passing out we were passing out dope flyers that looked cool we were telling you that it was a part you know i would advertise it as parties like party at this spot you know come Hell check yeah. it out maple wave and future funk party i mean it is a party like, it's a party Absolutely. all the time but uh, you know, I would get permission to be outside of the bigger shows, like if, oh, wow. when when Grizz came to town with uh, uh, it was Grizz and Flamingosis. Yeah, Flamingosis. Flamingosis yeah. nice. opened for Grizz. How fun! Oh, that's a that's go a great show. Actually, I think Young Bay opened for Grizz at one point too. Actually, it was Young Bay, not Flamingosis. It was totally oh. Young Bay and Grizz. Oh, okay. Well, totally yeah, I know that show. I remember that one. And and when they came through, like I. You know, at this point, I'm emailing the biggest club in St. Louis and going, are you guys going to run me off if I pass out flyers for similar music, you know, outside your guys' show? And they check their calendar. We're like, well, we're doing a bluegrass show on the night of Christmas. <laughs> so, yeah, you can hand out a bluegrass show. I don't know. So yeah, it's like, I don't think I don't think you'll wear our bluegrass crowd down by handing out flyers for your Vaporwave show. But we make cool flyers. I get them printed in batches of a thousand, and it's my job to get rid of one thousand nice. in four weeks. And we'll just go to shows, and like sometimes you just go in and leave them on the tables and stuff. And Sick. I always, you just stick I always, always, always stand outside, always smoke a big joint. I mean, sometimes Sam's you just want to go. Sam told me a lot about nice. his techniques. Uh, always, Sam is like a road. He is a road team guy. He is just legendary at getting the word out there. I don't know how he does it, bro. Dude, he just knows everyone. It's it's unbelievable. And then, and then you know we would bang the socials, but I mean I'm banging the socials so much harder for the URL stuff. Than... You bang the socials so like hard and enthusiastically, really man. Like I actually know that you know, no, no matter what you're doing, man, like you fucking really have, media, you really bro. do it, man. You really kill it with that. That's strong, strong fucking work, man. You it, just, it's doing like great. you're, it's like you're complimenting a junkie. It doesn't matter. Like yeah, I, right. I, like these, these social media fucking platforms are the bane of my existence. Use your soul. I feel, I'm, I feel like I'm on them all day. I feel like they I want you, everything. Everything they want yeah. to know, everything I'm doing, they want to know where mm. I am. They mm. and and they show me shit that I want to buy. Like mm. they're just like, oh, you want you like this? You like this, Ronnie? I oh, I Ronnie, one day, I, I one day you, I'm going to pull the ripcord and I'm never going to look at Twitter or Facebook ever again. I'm never going to look Ronnie, at Twitter I, or Facebook or Instagram ever again. I feel you, man. Like every time I do a, sh I would do a show for you know terminally chill or whatever. It would be. Um, I would set up the Facebook ads and the Instagram ads, and I would target them not just in the city, but I would also drop a little pin at the suburbs around the city as well and nice. do like a 10-mile radius from those. And that's what really helped me kind of uh, increase the uh, people coming to the, the party. And also, in my opinion, it's just a lot easier, and I've said it before, it's a lot easier for me personally because I'm selling a dance party, not a show. And I just think dance party, people come primed to dance. They know they're going to be there till 2 a.m. They can stop in, stop out. They can only come for 15 minutes if they want to and go to Wawa and come, or 7-Eleven and come back. You know what I mean? Like it's supposed to when a band plays and you're there and you have to stop and stay. And it's, it's harder to sell a show, in my opinion, than it is to sell a dance party, which is what I do, right? I think it's harder to sell the shows. Dance party is pretty, people don't even need to know Vaporwave, but maybe they want to go out. It's dance party. You know what I mean? I generally assume that people that I'm handing a flyer to probably don't know almost anybody on that flyer. If I get somebody wow. who takes a flyer from me and goes, oh, 
I know that guy. That is a huge deal. Yeah, so I'm sure. giving you a flyer that has cool art on it and telling mm. you that I have got a good time yeah. for you. Let yeah. me tell you, being 40 doesn't help that. Uh. Being 40 doesn't help that. It is it is something that you got to get over. Is that way you got that like, sick yeah. mohawk, bro? Yes. <laughs> that, um, no, why, it's really that's interesting. That's why you got a mustache. That's why you got a mohawk. And so, that's why no, you it, got a, an effervescent. Some people yeah, an effer, an effervescent. You you know that's that. it. That's it. Nailed it right there. That's what Ron is. That's the trick right there. And so, that's what Ron has you know the is the effervescence. People, the two people. He's the guy that you want to be friends with when you walk by him. He, you want to be friends with Ron. You know what I mean? I remember when I met, first met Ron, I was like, I want to be friends with Ron. Standing in line at Econ LA were, of course, you, Chris, because you walked right up to me and you were like, I'm so glad I finally got to meet you. And Ronnie. Yeah. And I did well, not know Ronnie like, at that time. Yeah, but I, I've like I'd known you for years. Right, you know me for years. Yeah, I did not know Ronnie. Ronnie walked up and yeah. down that line, and he was just hyping everybody up. And I was oh, like, Oh yeah, of who course. The fuck is this guy? Well, I really think I he's met, cool. I want to be his friend. Of course, I met Ron at the uh, show right before Electronicon for uh, 18 Carat Affair and surfing, oh, babe, and I was dancing something. up at the front. I'm so jealous. And I noticed Ron was dancing up at the front, and then. I was just like, and he, Ron was getting everybody involved in the show, everybody dancing. He had the best energy. He had that effervescence, as we spoke about just now. And I think Ron knew who I was and gave me, I didn't know Ron knew who I was, but he did give me that zine from St. Louis, which I still have uh, on my shelf. And it was like specifically even said Dr. Chris on it. And I was like, holy fuck. Like I wasn't even on Twitter yet. Like I don't even like know. Like like I never joined Twitter. So like I wasn't sure who would or wouldn't know me. George had been telling me for years to join Twitter and said that's where all the vaporwave people are. And I was like, I'm, I'm not going to do that. So like it took me till like it took me like like a nine years in the scene before I even made a fucking Twitter. But like I don't know how but Ron seemed to have a thing for me and it was like even labeled Dr. Chris and I was like oh man I you know I think that maybe I guess maybe you saw the the after party that was happening and I maybe looked up what terminally chill was I don't even know but like man you were on it motherfucker did his research Right. Knew everybody and was trying to meet as many people as possible just to make people happy, <laughs> just to create a fun experience for everyone. Just nurturing, you know. I would, if I had to say something about Ron, it'd be the the aspect that oh. what he does is 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 he's he nurtures a lot. He nurtures a lot of people to be their best and to to be appreciated and to he, do their best. There's a lot work of tough and, love and too. He pushes people too. He's doing it to me right now. Of course, yeah. I want it? I want it to grow. I feel like. It just it deserves all the growth and the attention that it it just needs. It just needs people to get together behind it. I think okay. I think artists who are making music have plenty of work to do. You have plenty mm. of work to do to get a good album together. You really do. Yeah, you DJs, do. DJs should be this this other group that says we want to play the good music for you and we want to throw a party. Every St. Louis is the 20th biggest city in America. All right, there should be 20 vaporwave scenes that are bigger than ours. There should be mm. 20 of them, and there are like four or five. Yeah. So, like that doesn't make sense. Every city should have someone, and it should be DJs. It should like DJs start these parties. DJs start these crews, and the landscape is completely different in every city than it was a year ago. <laughs> That's literally why I became a DJ. Was, it was the easiest way to create the scene. It was the easy way, easiest way to, to bring together the scene was to have too. a dance party. I was like, party. wow, this guy's yeah. DJs now? And he's DJing DJ, 
Okay. DJ's well, okay. got to make to some other parties before they wouldn't let me start with the vaporwave party. I, know. I'm, I'm, I had I'm, to do. Oh, I I did the ska party because I knew it would work once, and now we could use it. I could use the fact that I did a Man, successful. Like like, a oh, death, the novelty of the ska party. <laughs> People would come to it, and they did, and I was able from that to get some other DJing gigs. And, you know, because you know, I don't think the ska party it, it ain't gonna get the same crowd the next time you do it. Like, right. but the first time you do it, and you get someone to come and take photos too. Like, I have my buddy Rich, obviously, maybe you know, who takes a lot of photos. Rich came, took photos of the crowd, took photos of me, made it look really good. I was able to sell that. Then uh, my friends who run it, who are promoters, it's called Riot Nerd. They had me start doing this like '90s, uh, you know, alternative dance party. And then from that, got some other gigs, and yeah, then then was able to sell the vaporwave party, which is what I always wanted to do in the first place. But anyway, back to you guys. Um, yeah, the nurturing, the growth of all these people. And as you were saying. Just, uh, it, it doesn't take no work. I don't want to yeah. like get out there and be like, oh, anybody can do this. You can do this in your spare time and you can throw a wicked part. That's no, not, that's not no, what I'm saying. It's not like that at all. You got to actually do that. You're going to do the thing. You got to do you, the thing properly. That's 100% correct. You've got to yeah. promote it. You've And it's, and guess what? It doesn't make money. Uh, yeah, so, there's no. Yeah, man, that's like uh, the funniest thing to me. was everybody uh, like, it's all about the money. It's all about the vapor bucks. I'm like, what, but, what, fuck, what fucking vapor bucks are like, you I don't, talking about? There's I don't like, know how the dubstep scene team. works. Yeah. yeah, this is niche art. Like electronic music is this little tiny bit of music. And then inside of electronic music, there's all this music that makes money. And then there yeah, is there's all this music that makes vapor money. Wave, yeah. way the fuck. It's like, if you are, the minute you are like, I'm doing this for the money, or I need a rate of return in order for this to be what I want to do, you're mm -hmm. doing the wrong thing. You should go be doing something else. Yeah, man. I'm I not don't... saying you can't make money. I'm not can. saying that can. that can't happen. But yeah. I am going to say that if you're doing it, for money, it's your. Uh, I your wires are crossed. I don't see how you work with me. Like the minute you say I'm a professional and there's a professional apparatus around my musicianship, uh -huh. I don't see how you and I do a show. Like, I see you, you doing. You do shows with other people, and I want to go yeah. to those shows, and that's great. Yeah. But you, I'm not talking to your agent. Your agent doesn't want to talk to me. Your agent isn't going to make enough talking to me to make the time spent talking to me worth it. Mm. So it's all very, very punk rock stuff you're talking about right now. <laughs> I, I agree. I, like I, I mean, it is. It's straight I up wish, is. I wish the people who had <laughs> the agents. I wish I could make these things work. But mm. it's when when the word is send me your best offer. And oh, it's, it's not, silly. where can we start our conversation of what we're talking about? It's like, man, we're amateurs. I'm not music industry. We're music enthusiasts. So if, if what you're doing is part of your production industry and you have to get paid a certain amount to make it worth your time, then you're in a different league. You're in this pro league and the pro league and I are probably never ever going to come together because I don't want to be a businessman. No. And saying and if if music is a business man, I'm not in this business man. <laughs> yeah, I love what you said that. And honestly like yeah, that's actually the that's actually the uh strength of the whole scene and the and I would credit that as the longevity to it as well 
is the avoidance of falling into the trap of pretending you're some kind of professional and you're going to behave the way that every other artist before you behaves and in that paradigm, you know, forever, right? Like they all enter that paradigm of this professionalism and here's my agent, here's my this and that. And the minute you start kind of behaving like that is the minute that you lose control of your genre or your musical movement, your subculture. It's the minute you lose control of your subculture. And it's now no longer owned by you. It's owned by some bigger, higher-up corporation now. And now you can be marketed and exploited. And Vaporwave's never fallen into that. You know what I mean? It's always, even the successful people have been in control of their own success and have developed their own, you know following and their own label or their own you know brand or their own you know whatever right and it's always been in the hands of the artists and the people that care about it and that's like the big difference with vaporwave you know it's just that's why it's got the longevity that it does it's why it's still here it's why we can still make fun shit do we want to go over time or do we want to wrap it up with some shout outs? We have to wrap soon because I got to do the worky work. You got to work. But work. why don't we talk a little bit more? What do you guys do? You guys want to talk about? I'm, I'm okay with going over time a little bit, but I got you know I'm on the East Coast, so it's a little late. It's a little bit late for me. I got to do work oh. tomorrow. But anyway, I, one... I'm I'm learning a lot about time zones. We're getting our uh, we're getting we got everybody for... in a different time zone right now, right? Everyone's oh, in yeah. a different you time zone right now. Right? You're How our fun. first guest that are not. Welcome to the dude. welcome to the future. We're all right. talking in different time zones. We're, we're figuring out the World Wide Wave Festival for June 11th and 12th, yeah. which yeah, is, can't wait is for that, going man. to be... Very excited to see that, man. I can't wait to see you guys have cooked up. It's a series of local shows. It's going to be a series of, of events that are going to raid one another, one after another in a chain, to How? go around the oh. world and follow the night of party. How so fun. We're, How we're starting fun. We're starting off in the in the Midwest, going to LA, going to Australia, wow. uh, spreading over into Eastern Europe, spreading over into uh, into England with my pet wow. flamingo, coming wow. back around the world wow. to us for the Fucking next wow. night, then Pacific Plaza and Pocari Sweat. We've got Utopia mm. District, uh, part of part of the, uh, the 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 Saturday afternoon. I mean, wow. we are we are bringing together. <laughs> You've got my you got my girl Fantacat. Uh, you got my girl Fantacat in there too, right? I heard it's very we're very excited. I mean, very excited to work with a lot of people that we haven't worked with before. Very excited oh, to be man, collaborating man. with with Rosewood, Fantacat, Utopia District, uh, yeah, my pet Flamingo, V Span, uh, mm. all hell breaks loops. It's Just gonna so, be such a so... sick weekend, dude. I kind of want to try to stay up the entire time, but I know I can't. Oh my god, I really want to try to. I, if like, I was I'm sound like really hyped maybe. for this. I'm like so excited and it's such a fun idea, man. It's so fun. What a what a great community builder, dude. Outstanding work. That's so fun. What a cool it, event this is going to be. It'll probably be the last, you know, major URL organized event that we put together because we are going to yeah. focus back on the live shows. Nice. Yeah, you know, this, this is our this is our peak URL. This is our 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 last possible gift to the URL community is is to do this last show and have it be something really big. Have it yeah, be man. something that we can get together with a lot of people because, again, this is all about, like you said, nurture. I want to say yeah. momentum. I want momentum. everybody. And, and I love that this is so local because, once mm. again, it's going to organize 
you know, groups in Europe, because there's no reason that Europe can't have its own vapor festival. The talent yeah. exists in Europe. For Europe sure. can celebrate the way we celebrated Electronicon. They don't need George Clanton to be in England to throw their own vapor festival. They just have to they just have to coagulate. They just have to come together and nurture that sense of community. And I feel like this kind of thing, this thing that is locally pointed to European celebrating European vaporwave. I'm not saying like we're the first people ever to imagine this, don't get me wrong. But like I just love I love the fact that what we're doing when we're doing this global vaporwave festival, it has these localized compartments where we're saying to Australia, Australia, watch vaporwave. England, watch va watch vaporwave. America, watch Vaporwave. Just point it out. We got shows for each of you. How fucking yeah. crazy, man. How crazy is how crazy is all this shit, man? How just fucking weird is it that they're like, oh, we got this like movement and like we're like a big part. We like we can like you know, everyone's a big part of it and it's it's young and it's new and it's still growing and it's like wow. It's like you can really be a part of something. It's pretty fucking phenomenal, right? It's pretty crazy when you just sit back and think of it. You're like, man, it's really cool to be just like involved in something with so many wonderful people that are pretty cool that I never would have met one way or I never would have met otherwise like I wouldn't have met Isaac or you guys you know without this that's crazy like I have you guys are my friends and I never would have had you have my friends without this like 100%. it's weird for me and like for for me like even talking about like Isaac who I maybe have known for like I don't know probably at least like seven years at least right at least maybe eight yeah even like at least right probably something A like long that while long while and it's like like it's weird to have like old eventually like becoming having like old friends or like i see lux in the chat who i've known forever you know before oh, yeah. she was even lux you know and she was just you know didn't start that project yet like but it's fun to have like friends that you're like oh where do you know them from oh from high school oh well, from work oh from college where do you know them from uh, music making <laughs> like right. that's a weird thing man to have friends who are from like old friends you know, old good friends that are from Vaporwave? Like, that's like, most people, old good friends are from, like, college, or they worked with them for a while, right? This is the whole thing. It's weird. It's fun. I really dig it. Real fun thing. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, dude. You guys really have anyone in particular y'all want to shout out? or yeah. um, Other than World Wide Wave, do you guys have any anything you want to put, like, a, an expose on? or? Yes, I do. You should You should press the button. Press the oh, button. you ready for that again? Press the button. All right, hang on. There's actually several buttons. Did, to press. Button. did you already? Did you already? Press I, the I played it already. Let's press do it, it again. while you guys dropped out. For So, let's see. Oh, let's turn that audio off, and we're back. Thank so, you. Vaporspace Thank Odyssey, you. Friday. When does it start, Central Time? It's going to be 8 p.m. Central Time, okay. which is Six 9 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. Six Eastern. We got, uh, we got Equip, R23X. 
We got uh, Nameless Dreamers. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. With Mr. Mello, visuals. Mr. Mello on visuals. Awesome. Mr. Mello. Love Mr. Mello. Yeah, I'm told that trash Sound set market, is pretty goddamn Mike good. Stevens. I've seen Spike in the chat tonight. He's been he's been talking about being out in Colorado. Yeah. No vaporwave in Colorado. How the fuck not? How's there no vaporwave in Denver? That's crazy. That seems like the right spot to have. For sure. This feels like the right spot. It's have. a tough crowd yeah. in Vegas, yeah. man. I don't know about Denver. Sense. Denver should have a vaporwave scene. This is ridiculous. All right. Anyway, um, Mod, Luxie. Um, we've got TWA. Ooh, and Mod, Luxie, oh, yeah. TWA, Trash Ghost, Nameless Dreamers, um, Precursor, and... Just remember all this. Uh, it's it's kind of my job. Lost it's Cascades, Maki, thank you. And and oh, Lost Cascades, yes. Who is Sierra Mist? Yeah, that's Free right. The home Sierra. Yeah, Free Sierra Mist. You want to talk about oh, yeah. break? <laughs> Sierra can uh, break any, down. Anything else you guys want to shout out? Thanks for having me. Like, yeah, honestly. You guys, thank both of you guys for being on here. Love big fans. Admire everything you guys do very much. Love you guys a lot. Thank you for being part of the scene and doing such amazing work and just helping all of us so much. Thank you. Thank you, you, you guys sincerely. Can't wait to come guys, to St. Louis. You, you're the terminally chill is like it really is an inspiration to oh. a lot of what we were we were thinking about. Like I'm happy we to hear that. we were. Where do you build something like this? How do you start something like this? Uh, I like that you told the story about Electronicon. We were like. It, I, it's not normally my course of action to go to New York and LA for shows. Yeah. But if I was going to do it and I'm running vapor space already, we wanted it to be an opportunity to make uh, inroads with people that we, we knew were making incredible music. George put on an incredible, and an electronic conference. Yes. Huge inroads. Oh and huge God. inroads, huge inroads. Like I knew who you were. And I was never gonna forget you after that. <laughs> like, and then I saw you, and I was, and I looked for you at Econ too. That's like the thing. Like at Econ too, I looked for you. I made that scene with Forgotten VCR, who has helped us with all love of our Forgotten VCR. Love, taught, love, love, love Forgotten so VCR. Like so talented. Forgotten VCR and I worked on that zine together. We, we brought in all the artists that we had worked with in St. Louis, all the artists that we had had through a Vapor Space show to that point and put them in the zine because we want you to come to St. Louis when you play. That's yeah. what we want you to do. And we want you to play. We want you to come to St. Louis when you play. And if you're in your own city and you have the bandwidth, we want you to throw a Vaporwave event. Like, do it. Just bring it online. Just yeah. go for it. Throw an event. It's worth all the work because you'll meet so many good people. 100%. Right. You'll meet a bunch of people. And then that probably the makes it easier going from there because everybody wants to be involved. Yeah. And I mean, with how it's getting a little more mainstream, I think people are more excited about the idea in general. It, it might was... blow up, but it won't go pop. No, yeah, I... that's what I, I think. It'll blow up, but it won't go pop. I see big balls asking what happens when it becomes more mainstream. I don't know. Not sure. But hopefully it stays in the hands of the people. As long as it stays in the hands of the people that care about it, then it'll be all right. As long as we remain the, I don't want to say gatekeepers, but if we remain, it's not the gatekeeping, it's just making sure it remains special. You know what I mean? Getting as many people involved in it, so just making sure that the people getting involved in it, I don't know, care about it. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. 
I just like making art. I'm just having a fun time making art, and I, I can't I can't not do the making the art thing. So this is my favorite place to make it. Is this world? It's the one where I'm most comfortable. So I plan to protect it. Um, yeah. So. Um, are we doing like promotion promotion yeah, things right now? Go first, my turn? Should go. I do a thing? Uh, you go first. I'll go. I'll go. All right. Next so I'm you. gonna flash the intro card again. I know you guys all saw right here. We got pins, hot takes, pins designed by Eparita. What's We're up, Christ? Christ? We're not Christ gatekeeping. We're not gatekeeping. Last minute. No, no gatekeeping. Eparita I, I designed these awesome that. pins of that logo. <laughs> I, meant, I didn't um, mean that. You don't have to pay <laughs> like, a red cent for them. All you have to do is message or whisper, which is what messaging is, is on Twitch, in case you didn't know. And you'll, you can have one. I'll send you one. Um, so, yeah. Um, Dr. Chris has a few. I have a lot. Please let us know if you want a pin. You can have one. Um, in addition, and Ron's, Ron's, yours is in the mail, so hopefully it gets there. Yeah. Um, apparently you have to put extra postage for non-machinable envelopes, so if it gets returned, uh, I'll just pay extra postage. But anyways, um, get yourself and your loved ones a pin. Um, we got Worldwide Wave. You've, you've talked about that. I am involved in that event. Uh, our own skilled and beautiful luxury elite is doing my visuals, and... Ron, your uh, inbox is looking a little dusty. You got to check out those visuals, man, because they are—they are sublime. My my inbox is on fire. Uh, th that that. <laughs> um, so um, we Maki actually has been very very good about uh, letting me know exactly how you like them, and we got them just how you like them. So cannot wait for you guys to see my collaboration with Luxury Lee. She knocked it out of the park. I can't wait to see it either. You Bro. two incredibly talented people oh, right there, that, and I will look at. Yeah, that's mostly her, but thank you. Um, the uh, Homesick Fest is the weekend after Worldwide Wave, and Dr. Chris and I are both involved. Both Hot Takes boys are on the Homesick Fest lineup. Um, yes, that's true. I'm very excited. About I'm doing that. a Witch House set. I imagine you're doing a set of yeah, yeah. primarily skeleton lipstick material. Oh no, it's all skeleton lipstick. So it's like a whole thing. This next, every one of my sets is different. This right. next one's a weird audiovisual experience. It's supposed to be the audiovisual representation of Glows and Melts album in celebration cool. of it being released. You gonna it's you gonna release a VHS at some point, bro? Homesick Fest is Jake Stevenson's project. Yeah, is that right. It's celebration careful, of the vinyl, and I think the vinyl release of of the vinyl release of Glows the Melts. That the presentation at the uh, Homesick Fest will be a very very cool little basically a um, you know the a, a visual and audio representation of the album kind of come to life. So you'll see. There's a whole bunch of crazy surprises and strange twists and turns in the visuals and the story that's being told through it. Picture kind of being trapped on a um, on a uh, a cable channel that's fucking cursed, and you're kind of scrolling and clicking through the cursed cable channel to see what's on it. And that's Love how it. the songs get introduced and how you move through stuff. It's really fun. You're gonna have a fun time watching it. So that's what I'm doing for uh, Homesickness Fest. As far as other things that are coming out, uh, I have a song that I collaborated with with Ming Curie. He just released that album last week called Holographic. He album. released it on cassette tape, VHS, uh, um, VHS, I believe CD, but also released it, I believe, would be maybe the first Vaporwave album released on Game Boy Advance cartridge. Yep. It's a visual album as well. So when you put it in the Game Boy Advance, it plays the music and then the visuals he created go through it as well. I believe those are all sold out. That's I don't cool. even think I got a cartridge, but I do have, but you can still stream the album. And I have a song that I collaborate. I did vocals on for, for him called the lake house. So I have some vocals on that. 
Uh, in addition, I have a pop culture remix that I just finished, and so I'll send that over to him. So that'll probably get released pretty soon. And then I suppose the um, oh, I'm also going to be on the uh, I have a song, a little jazzy synth song I created for the Twin Peaks. Yes. Um, tribute uh, uh, double cassette on No Problema tapes. So that'll that be out soon as well. Right there. And then I think the last Not thing I guess is I'm still waiting to see when um, I assume that soon the uh, Winter Quilt O Discordia remix album will come out, and I've got a I've got a song on that track. Uh, I got a track on that on that album. Um, I believe so. The people being featured on that album once again are my I believe are my doing remixes are myself, Cell Shade, Tokyo Wanderer, Hong Kong Express, Alpha Chrome, Yayo. And um, who am I missing? Somebody really good too. Oh, Donor Lens and Donor Lens. Yeah. God bless all these champions. What a what a <laughs> list of incredible names. I love so that's, so like, that's gonna be a really interesting. So that that yeah that Winter Quilt remix album. Oh man, I, the the amount of different personalities and sounds on that. I can't even imagine what that album. The, 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 so I good. know what mine sounds like. I can't even imagine what all these other these other crazy artists that are he's convinced to do remixes from. Like the, those are all very different people with very different personalities interpreting a black metal vaporwave artist like that's crazy man like it's gonna be a really wacky album i can't wait to hear it um so yeah and i've got a bunch of other stuff eventually that'll come out but like i only like to announce the stuff that's most probably most gonna be coming out soonest right um oh and of course uh my last single vapor never sleeps is available on Bandcamp right now it's a fucking banger and a half if you haven't heard my my song vapor never sleeps yet Get fucking ready, because it will hit you in the chest like a fucking cinder block and keep pounding you with it, because the song is supposed to represent the confusion of clicking through and trying to understand all the information, and you can't keep up with it. You'll fall asleep, but Vapor never does. Art never does. Uh, so, like, the, the whole thing is, like, it's it's a good song. Check it out. It'll be on streaming services in probably, like, another week or so. And that's it. Do you, um, do we know who the next guest is yet? Oh, we got like a bunch of options. I'm gonna have to talk to you about that. Um, right. Here's the thing: is I know we want to get Scott on, and Scott Michael, you know, obviously of uh, Atlantis. Atlantis Records, yeah. and I think he's got a lot to talk to talk to us about. And um, we actually might need to talk about potentially doing a vapor, doing a, an episode next week again, because that might be the day he has off. So normally I next do only day. like to do every two weeks, just because it's very like uh exhausting for me at least to do a lot i do so much a lot already <laughs> and um but i think maybe for scott we might have to talk about uh about that yeah cool man keep me in the loop uh somebody says get christ on. That I get on christ oh my god well we totally i've already talked to christ about this like we he We've knows fat he knows he's in the queue on. And I want to get I want to get John on. You know, I got a lot I want to talk about with John. I just I'm a big fan of John. I I like him yeah, a lot. Yeah, man. I just want to bust his balls knows, a little bit. He knows he's on the. I've already talked to him. He knows he's on the queue. Mm -hmm. We're just um, they're just just trying to get through some people that <clears throat> have asked us a long time ago. You know, I I, yep. I, I man, I'm I really I really absolutely I want to get John on ASAP, and uh, but I don't like to say it. I don't like to ask the people until it's like until it's like the week right, before they right. go on. Right, right. We'll or talk weeks before they go on. Because I don't want to, uh, I don't like to tell people, yeah, let's get you on, and then I can't get them, we can't get them on for like two months or whatever. Right, but, um, right. Yes, absolutely. Cool. Christ is coming on. Everybody's coming on. Everybody's eventually. coming on. All right. Everybody like, wants to come on. Everybody's coming on. Just, all right. Just do we're it every week. It. 
Just do whatever. You mean I gotta just learn new OBS stuff? I don't have a sound so market cool. like you do. I have to learn all this shit myself. I've given so much of my myself to this whole art world. Yes, yes, you have, and and we don't get paid. Excuse me. And we love it, and no, we have to keep doing it as the way that it makes us happy. And that's yeah, what people gotta remember because it's like, yeah, I know you want this shit every week. And it would be cool, but I got other shit going on, man. Got other shit going on. It's gonna have to wait every two That's weeks. Cool, That's cool, man. I, I'm not like a professional Twitch streamer, you know. I don't, I don't do this. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't have the. Uh, we the don't have a custom email. Oh, yet. Twitch, dude. I'm no. I can't be like. I don't know how Randy like is on streams all the time. God bless him. It's <laughs> I crazy. Can't do dude. it, man. It's so hard. <laughs> all right. It's okay. All right, so guys, thanks else? for tuning in to Hot Takes. Yeah, Sound Market, in. Ronnie Love, thank you very much for joining Whoa. us. Dr. Chris, Whoa. have a good night. Chat, have a good night. Thank you so much. And if you want your Bye, pin, chat. Thanks, chat. message us, whisper thank us. Thank you guys for tuning we'll in you so much. Pin. Love you guys. Yeah, love you guys very stay much. Stay tuned thank to find out who the in. next guest on Hot Do we Takes have anybody? Be. We'll, yes. Do we have any play to raid right now? No, or no? 3D Blast streamed earlier today. Oh, he's not doing it anymore. Wait a minute, right. guys. Um, do you? Did anybody? Anybody? Is anybody to raid? Are you guys still that freeze frame right now? I'm, I'm pulling up my Twitch right now. I don't. See oh man, I don't know if you guys anybody. should freeze frame. Sometimes it takes a minute for us to figure know, out right. who's to raid. Right. We can raid Project Villain because they're always doing something. No Project what. Villain. Well, I mean, it's not like there's nothing going on in Pacific Plaza. Like, what's his? Uh, you know, doesn't um, doesn't sleep pattern sometimes do something, or is he not doing that right now? What's Project Villain's um? Well, Project Villain usually has like um, somebody. There's always like a uh, like a bot that is always playing something on there. So you know, totally raid raid those guys. But uh, if not, you should raid Cryo Chamber. They're a dark ambient. Cryo Chamber, sick. What's what? Dude, raid Cryo Chamber. What's Cryo Chamber's um, handle? Is it just Cryo Chamber? I'm about to find out. I'm dude. I'm glad you like Cryo Chamber. Cryo Chamber and label. I need to hear more Cryo Whoa. Chamber. It's Cryo, Cryo Chamber. Chamber label is their tag. All right, guys, and we're gonna like right Chamber now. right now. Good night, everybody. Cryo Chamber. Right, Listen to Dark Ambient. Good night. Yes. Thank you guys for tuning in. Really us, appreciate Project. it. Very Great much. talking to you, Love Isaac you and Skelly. Love you guys. Yeah. Isaac. Wow. Hot takes. Vapor is rating Cryo Chamber. Yeah. Uh, and five, four, three, two. One. Oh yeah.